Zombra's official stance on bleach is oh. don't eat it or drink it. <laughs> that is our official stance. And just you wait, John. How dare you get political? <laughs> Just Please. shut up and play games. That's what you're we here for. I'll, I'll eat bleach if I want to, you son of a bitch. It's 2020, and my stance against eating and drinking bleach is now a political hot take. The hottest of takes. How dare you tell me what the hell to do? How dare you? I want all the corporations to tell me what to do, not somebody that I know. Anyway, uh, donation actually came in through before the show, so why not start with that? Uh, Colin donates and says, Reed, I have the ether poster on my wall and the Zombros beanie in my closet. Glad Ooh. to see you pursuing your happiness rather Ooh. than appeasing the YouTube algorithm and the zombie community forever. Thanks I'm for the having, donation. Appreciate that. I'm having my coffee out of my Zombros mug. Uh-oh. Which reminds me that you can buy a poster, especially the Perk posters, now on sale at radrendering.com. It's all open right now. Go buy my crap. It's great. It's not actually crap. It's quality. I put it on my walls as well, and a lot of people uh, seem pretty happy with it. But welcome to another episode of Zombros, the second to last Zombros for at least a very long time, if not ever. And I'm joined by my co-host with the most attentive eye on the High Rounds community, Johnny J25. Dude, I wasted so much time yesterday watching Riv. <laughs> oh, really? I probably, yeah, I probably nice. watched Riv play for like five hours yesterday. Damn. Actually, I don't know if he played for five hours, but I, I mean, I wasn't always watching. Sometimes I just mm -hmm. had the gameplay on in the background while I was doing other stuff. Sure. But I was keeping a very close eye for a while yesterday. Looks uh, like we'll it. it looks like four and a half hours. So you were just about yeah. spot on. Two hours forty five, hour sixteen, so three, four, OG. four. I was watching the stream when only ten people were in there. Oh boy. <laughs> I was cool before it was cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. And we're joined, of course, by one of our favorite guests of all time, our main man Turbo. How are you doing, you sexy bastard? I'm doing great, you sexy bastards. How are you doing? How what are you doing today? It's, it's the it, that's Brooklyn retro. Frozone. That is it's the Brooklyn Frozones. It's the Brooklyn Frozones. That's what they are. Oh, Come on. is this Get a new gang? No, I, no, but listen. If I have to, if I have to market myself somehow, listen. Put this on a T-shirt. Let's get it started. It's 2020. It's all about the merch. You know, you this is a good angle. This Blast. is a very fair angle. That's it. If you want to take your, if you want to take your persona somewhere, you start merchandising it up. It's it's like a new Star Wars movie. Who cares about the characters? We want to make toys of them. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't suppose either of you watch the Pat McAfee show, do you? No, uh, I, I should. I, I see clips. Clips. Yeah, yeah I would like to good. watch more of it. Um, it's a good show, but they they have this glasses sponsor. Mm -hmm. And whenever yeah. whenever somebody puts the glasses on, mm -hmm. they'll stop whatever conversation they have and just go, "Hey, Turbo, cool glasses." And then somebody <laughs> yeah. else put their glasses on, like, cool glasses, cool glasses. And they do this. This will go on for like a minute, breaking whatever conversation they could be having, whether it's like football or basketball or yeah. something else. Yeah. They'll just stop and they'll just go around and be like, hey, cool glasses or hey, cool glasses. Yeah, no, I, I actually should wear them actually a lot more today because if you can see, I look like Larry the Lobster. You know, I, from going, from staying inside the house for quarantine for like five months and then leaving your house mm -hmm. with no sunscreen and the sun hits you with my, with my albino skin, it's going to hit like this. So um, I kind of look like Larry the Lobster, but hey, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Second, sadly, second to last episode of Zombras, but hey. I am honored to be here. Honored. I'm not so sad. 
Breed's like, I'm, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm ready to go do my thing, walk my dog. No yeah. stress. Yeah, I'm there. Definitely there. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so we have plenty of stuff to talk about this week for Zombro's action. We have a leak in the Call of Duty 2020 uh, logo. All right, that's what I was getting after. I changed the description up because Johnny and Turbo were like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, oh, that's nothing new. Who knows what the hell I'm talking about? So we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about the PS5 reveal event, and we're going to talk about the new high round record on Chinonuma or high rounds ever, highest round anybody's yeah. ever gotten to. So we're going to we talk about all those today on today's podcast, plus all the topics you guys have suggested. And um, yeah, I'm I'm thrilled and excited to jump into it. So probably the first thing we want to talk about is why don't we do the headline? We want to talk about the high rounds. I think that probably be one of the most interesting topics and it won't go negative too quickly. So let's talk about that. By the way, are you? Um, before we get into the topic, your audio is like blown out in my ear. Is it? You, is that for you, Turbo, or is that just me? No, it could be. Um, it's it's different than the main audio, but I thought that was just for the settings for the show. And oh no, 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 let me hear. Show, that's just something I noticed. Let me look. Oh, uh, let me I don't know why my webcam's fuzzy. Discord. Yeah, yours is fuzzy there. And let's see what my input is. This is it too loud still? Um, no, you sound good on the show. So maybe it's just me. On the show, yeah, that's why I didn't say anything. On the show, you sound good. On, on yeah. now, I'm confused. On, on, on Streamlabs, uh, I sound okay. Yeah, well, I just listened back to you on the show, and you sounded pretty good. Um, so, well, now I'm concerned. Just... Yeah, the show, you sound good. <laughs> this is this. this you're audible both ways. Let's just put it that way. You're I'll audible both ways. On the show, on my board, I don't know. Testing tech. Well, that's kind of yeah. It does look kind of loud. Let me. I'll turn my gain down a little bit. Got to got to get that gain in order. And does that sound a little better? Yeah, that sounds much better. You're good. Okay. Well, yeah. all right. I apologize. So, so yeah, the new, not only the new highest round ever achieved on Shinonuma World yeah. of War, but also just the highest round ever achieved in Zombies was set yesterday by Riv last night around mm -hmm. like nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. um, you, I think you have a link to his Twitch. I do. It, it, I do. Yes. Internal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so the game actually is still going on. Yeah. So, if you want to be a part or i guess watch zombies history i would recommend you go keep an eye on riz twitch go ahead and follow him um he's blown up over the last day oh yeah so after setting this record um keep an eye because uh i think he said he's hoping to get to ten thousand by monday um which not only so every new round is a new like highest world record what is he on now record, nine thousand one hundred he took a break he and took 10, a break by monday yeah, so so the rounds, so he, let's see, uh, he hit 9,000 in about 86 hours. So if we do the math right now and pull up a calculator, uh, 9,000 divided by 86, he's moving at about 104 rounds uh, every hour. So that sounds he's about got right about for nine more hours to play. Um, I'm not confident on the reset time for Shino Numa. I think mm. it's 106 hours. Uh, somebody can correct me in the chat if I'm wrong. Mm. But he should have plenty of time to clear 10,000. Yeah. Thank Which God he's is... taking breaks because that'd be a lot of hemorrhoids on that ass. <laughs> I tell you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I... Like, I, I mean, I was excited to see him break just 9072 which was the previous record but really what i want to see is the first ever five digit game in zombies that to me sounds oh yeah never, it was never five digits before yeah 
Oh, yeah. Jesus. That's super exciting. I, th- I thought, mine, but, but, but remember, like those, like the, the screenshots of like the round on Shinano being like one hundred two plus E three. I go, like, what were those numbers then? I thought, I thought it was way past that's, no five so that's, digits. So that's scientific notation. Um, yeah, and that's I think it's around a hundred thousand. Um, <laughs> whenever you once you once you break a hundred thousand or no, it's once you break a million, then you get into scientific notation. So what is he uh, doing differently that that's all considered the record? Because when people go to a million, they're using mods. Okay. So he's just hopping on his 360, putting in World at War, and then just going to He's playing on the original World at War 360. Get out of here. Really? He's, he's, he's hearing yeah. that 360 go. He's going to get a red ring of death. Is he crazy? What is he doing? Well, apparently, and I didn't. This sounds counterintuitive because normally you would think PC would have yeah. the advantage over console, but yeah. the reset times are actually faster on the PC than the console. Oh, that makes a lot of um, sense, actually. I could be wrong, but I think entities are double counted on the PC, which means that you can play twice as long on console as you can on PC. Um, so, so that's what allows you to play for 106 hours on console rather than PC. So, yeah, he's playing on like... As if it's 2008 playing on his Xbox 360. That's amazing. And again, it's linked in the description. I've seen two, three people now in chat being like, where is the link? Guys, just just open the description. It's right there. I did it for you. I'd recommend Krups in the the chat. He's probably one of the most knowledgeable players when it comes to not only Shinonuma, but World at War on PC, or not World at War on PC, but just World at War Zombies in general. Gotcha. Um, he was saying he's playing two hours faster than the previous world record and is on pace to get a low 11,000 if he hits reset. Um, although there's a number of um, like crashes and errors that could also pop up as well when he's playing that might get sure. in the way of his run. Sure. But at least for now, he definitely has the world record. That's awesome. And yeah. you said it's Krups in chat? Yeah, C-R-U-P-P-Z. I like his avatar. Yeah. It's B-Stars, Lagoshi. Hey. It's just, mm-hmm. just shout out to him for that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so it's it's kind of wild because it's, I mean, the rounds are only a minute or so long because mm-hmm. 24 zombies, then you have insta-kill rounds. Yep. You got the Wonder Waff, and because of the dogs, you pretty much never run out of ammo. Yeah. So, What's and the I, I, glitch? What happens? Maybe not a glitch, but when you kill dogs and you don't get a max ammo drop, what causes that? That I have no idea. That happened to me three or four times on my hundred plus round run I did the other day of Shinonuma on stream. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious. He he probably knows what that is because it's probably a strategy to guarantee every time you kill the dogs, you're going to get your max ammo drop. I always screw myself over on ammo because I get to the dog round and I want to get my max ammo and I didn't know what I was doing wrong. Yeah, that I don't know. Um, for those in the chat that don't know what a reset time is, basically you can only play zombies for so long, and it all depends on how many entities are in the game. They're constantly being added up, and once the entities add up to a certain time, your game just resets and you're sent back to like the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how most world record runs end, because you usually just hit the reset and start over. Which is interesting because there's an upper limit, like eventually. If you had like a Taz do it, uh, tool assistant run, like there's clearly if there's a limit before it resets, if you do everything perfectly and RNGs perfectly, there there's an actual limit to how good and how optimized a game could be. But thankfully, Zombies is a game where like you're not going to get that like the Super Mario speed runs where it's within 10 tenths of a second or 100 tenths of a second that 
it doesn't matter. Like it, the, the chase is still there. It's still fun to try and attempt the high round zombie record. You're not going to get stuck in like, oh yeah, yeah. Now that we all figured out an optimal path, we're stuck at you know round ten thousand ninety eight. I mean, if you get to ninety nine, that'd be amazing. But that'll that's going to take you months and months and months and months of trying over and over and over again just to get that well, extra round. Well, I know there was discussion of whether or not town or not town transit was maxed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might be wrong on this one, uh, but I think it's round 156. The jet gun just stops working. Of course. Well, why would the jet gun continue working? Why? Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it stops killing. Um, so. So, like, that's kind of your main way of killing the zombies and whoever holds the current. um the current record on transit like he kind of realized that in game and had to figure out a way to kill zombies in mm-hmm. <laughs> the game just running with a train like what do i do what do i do what do i do, do, I do? <laughs> then he realizes he can kill the zombies with the plow on the bus oh yeah so yeah. then he starts chasing the bus throughout the game getting the bus to knock out hordes and kind of built a little strategy around the bus um i don't know if he was the one that pioneered the strategy or sure. if this was something that was already done but then he found himself on 156, just chasing the bus, getting kills with it. And I think I, I ran the numbers myself, just estimating. I think that takes about three hours to do. And by the time you get to 156, you're already getting close to resetting or crashing. Yeah. So there's a possibility the town could be maxed out or, or transit could be maxed out. Damn. Um, but well, I, 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 well, how, do you, how do you wake up and say to yourself, I'm, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to hop on transit. I'm going to sit there and get the world. Who is going to say congratulations to that? I mean, I mean, if you do, yeah, I mean, but, but who, who, who is going to say, you know what? In 10 years time, they're going to look back at my 18 years sitting here to get to round a hundred on transit. Just listen, just, just go out, go for a walk. Anything better than that, please, please. I easily see a guy being like, you know, I have the transit world record for highest rounds and some guy's like, huh? I didn't like that map. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that's all that conversation the, gets to on the first date that at any like restaurant like oh so what do you do well i don't do much but you know you know i did last week i uh got to round 200 on transit and then she's like let's get the check <laughs> nothing to be uh excited about let's get the check and go back to my place <laughs> that's it that's it i, I want to see that happen i want to see the 200 on transit did you did you say revelations or maybe die rise or anything, die rise. anything oh, about wow. transit <laughs> i feel like die rise high round is a little more you know what i, mean, I don't give a shit i need mean, <laughs> no you're right i, I don't care yeah i don't want to go maybe, down that maybe path it's more fun to use the liquefier than the vacuum gun the jet gun i, I don't aesthetically die rise is more pleasing to me than transit yeah. I, I just think about getting screeched at for 18 hours in a transit game every time you go into the fog as you're chasing a bus and all you're hearing is <laughs> over and over go way worse well you're only tired. you're only chasing the bus at like 156 yeah only for so. three hours sean i mean that's not bad right <laughs> Yeah, you know, for the love of the game. I, I mean, I, I think again, it's cool. The community has that, like, even with this record, uh, they are. It's they have this commitment, this endurance, their strategy to it. There's definitely something to it, and I think it's really cool as like hobby, something they enjoy to do. Like, but taking it super seriously, like that point, just like, dude, nah, fucking. Well, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting level of commitment compared to like other games, you know. Yeah. Like, the, like so, I feel like Super Mario Bros. is one of the gold standards for like 
trying to like speed running that game. Yeah. And that's been going on for literally 20, 30 years now. I guess how old is Super, the original is 84. What's we'll that again? I don't when know. did Super Mario Bros. come out? I couldn't. I don't know. So, 80s, 90s sounds. I was going to say my mom talked about it, so it's definitely yeah. her childhood. <laughs> I was close. 83. Nice. Um, Ooh. I should I should go on the trivia game show. No, okay. So I guess that's 37 years of people playing that game. Wait, wait, which game? The original Super Mario's for the, yeah, the original Super Mario. Bros. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yep. Or wait, is it 85? I'm seeing two different dates. <laughs> Maybe one. Well, they remade older. stuff and then they changed one. There's original Game Boy, then there's Game Boy Color and bazillion. Oh, Game Boy. All right. Well, let, let's let's put it at 35 plus years. Yeah. But was... speed runs last only like five minutes. Exactly. So, you know, that's something you can play over and over and over. Yeah. But when a game of zombies breaking the record takes a commitment of 70 hours, yep. it's suddenly a lot less casual of an experience. Right. And I think that breeds probably yeah. the intense experience or the intense feelings that the high rock yeah. community so has. When you, when you dedicate 70 hours just to one game. Yeah. That's like, in, can in you the be casual at that point with it? <laughs> I don't, I remember, I remember the first time I ever seen somebody plays like my first zombie game ever was BL2. Mm. So me hopping into the world of zombies and then not even knowing there's Easter eggs there's speed runs is, you know, the highest rounds. I remember watching this guy. He's probably one of the first, like, you know, I don't even think he does nothing anymore on Twitch. And he, um, the first ever map I saw someone speed run for a high round was um, not even just a speed run to get a high round was on um, Mob of the Dead. Mm -hmm. And you did get in the cafeteria, put the ass trap yeah, on, yeah, do yeah. the same thing over and over and over. And I remember he was the first person to, to say, okay, guys, I'm going off. I'm going to put my fan near my 360 so it doesn't overheat. I'm going to go to sleep. And if it's still going, when I wake up, we'll be live. But if I'm not live, you know something fucked up. So I was like, this this, this, is, this is a thing. This could happen. Like, you you can keep a game going and you can get – I was like, this is insane. And I even said to myself, how do you have fun still? How are you having fun? Like it's it's not a game no more. It's like it's like a it's a job at that point. Like, well, what can yeah, I do? Well, what can I go, do? John, go it for definitely it. Definitely the point where it's not about the fun. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's it's definitely about. Um, it's it's definitely like I think it's a little bit of glory hunting, and mm -hmm. I think it's also a little bit of just like the thrill of seeing the round counter go up one mm -hmm. more. Um. Like, and that sounds like a weird kind of it's thrill. It's like their drug. It's like their drug when they're playing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's it's like, it, it's also in the same way of like, I went for a run this morning and it was like, okay, John, what? Like, I was going to go for a six mile run and it turned into an eight mile run. And you're just like, all right, John, why did you put yourself through that torture? It was, <laughs> there was like, there was like a weird thrill of like, okay, I wanted to do six, but then I did seven. Because it makes mm. you say to yourself, I can do more than I think I can. I can yeah. overexert myself more than I think yeah. I could. Yeah. It's, it's a weird kind of like, oh, I, I want to say almost perverse incentive. It's like you're not really actually gaining much out of it, but you're like you feel good doing it. What was you the do. longest? What was what was the longest you guys ever went in a zombies game? Like the sitting down and then going for a high round. Well, That's a great question. Not going for a high round. I did 17 hours straight doing Easter eggs on a Voyage of Despair on launch. That was the longest I've ever sat playing zombies, and it was the worst. <laughs> Was, I, I got Stockholm syndrome on that map. I I, I, I seriously like Voyage, I, and I know I 
I, I shouldn't. Well, that's the stream of Milo Capelli to keep going more. Yeah, yeah, he's part of the problem. <laughs> Milo's always like, "Nah, Reed, you're good, you're good." I'm like, "All right, Milo, yeah, all right." I'm just like, "I don't want to do it." He's like, "No, nah, you do." Anytime you see Reed just sinking down his yeah. chair, that's when you know shit's going. Oh down. my god, you see, you know me, man, because it happens when my sister's trying to show me. She's trying to show me Dragon Ball Super right now, and she's trying to show me the Broly movie, and I'm just like, "I don't, I, it's not for me." All right, and I just keep it's just this just keeps happening. And this is it's slowly when I'm in class, it actually happens a ton of the time in college where I get so low that I, I can't see over the top of the <laughs> desk in college. I'm like, oh, shit. And I go right back up and I can just imagine the professor seeing this slinking me going like, your lecture is literally worse than the force of gravity on me right now. It is pushing oh, me toward my sleep, like the coffin on the ground that I wish I could be in. I, th I think the um the longest I played zombies is probably like one of the EE for C's we did, mm -hmm. and by hours. the end of it, I was I was fried. Yeah. I like yeah and yeah. What are those? They I did I did I did, when I when I did my I think it was eight hour charity stream um back in March or February, and I wanted to mm -hmm. do. I wanted to do 12 hours and I yeah. stopped just because I I was just I started to feel like sick. Yeah, like, eight yeah. hours. Yeah, you 100 do. Can't, I I really do think it takes a certain kind of person to be able to play these games for this long. Mm. And like, I mean, like actually like literally like a physical difference between me and somebody else who was doing these runs. Cause yeah. I think I would actually make myself sick playing for this long because I can't play for more than like three or four hours without starting to get headaches. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think yeah. it takes a certain kind of person that can play for that long to do so. And it's something I definitely don't have. I don't like, I don't know what it is, but something about like, I know for a fact I physically cannot play for that long. I will start to get sick. Smart guy is one of the big people I think of in our community that can just sit for forever, forever. He'll There's just some people like that. Day man. to day to day, 16 to 18 hours. It's like, and blacks can be another one of those at times too. But just like, Jesus, I am, I, I it's not me. That's not the type of guy I am. So I get you on that, uh, John. It's one of those mm -hmm. things where, when I do charity events, ever since I, I did them in the past, I would do 12-hour charity events. You have to schedule breaks. You have to bathroom breaks. You yeah. have to have your food prepared for you. You have to have all the meals yeah. ready. If what you're about not eating and drinking. Away. The guy yeah. that passed away from sitting down yes. getting blood clots in his leg. Yes. Well, that's it has me worried all the time ever since I heard about that and the people at the like uh, cafes in South Korea. Uh, that would just drop dead oh, playing yeah. video games for game hours. Yeah. You get food delivered to you. Yeah, it's an awesome idea. I think it's pretty cool. I, I mean, listen, they're like advanced in any aspect in that industry, so they can just keep pumping out those spots where you. There's people that have been. I remember Conan did a bit there, and yeah, he was like, "So how long have you ever been there?" He was like, "I longest I've been here two weeks. It was two weeks." Yep. <laughs> yep. It's, it's the, my concern with those are sanitary issues, especially now in the world of COVID. It's just like, how do you oh, yeah. keep oh, those stations oh, sanitary? Fluids, fluids all over the oh. keyboards, oh. fluids all over the floor. You oh, know it. Jesus. You know what's going down. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That would never happen in America, though. Never would happen in America. You have you you'd have so many you have so many Karens be calling in saying, "Where's my son? My son never came home. You gave him the right to stay there for 15 days. He missed school. Then that's going to be a whole big thing. The government's going to get involved. That never happened yet. Never." Yeah, as long as it's a bunch of white kids, there's a bunch of black kids are going to be yeah, like, oh, I mean, thank God, he's somewhere off the streets. This is what we need to fix this country. 
It's going to be a fucking mess. All the minorities will be stuck at these internet cafes. And then, we'll, yeah, okay, I'm not getting into this. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, America sucks. <laughs> America sucks. I'm not we'll thrilled. I've been thrilled Let's for a long time. And what? what's going on right now is definitely not reinforce my viewpoints. Or is disproving them or Where whatever. would you go, Reed? Where would you go? New Not Zealand. They got good leadership right now. They are no, fantastic. Get the fuck out of here with that. New, Zealand is, a, New Zealand, Zealand is an isolated island. Yeah, I know. Exactly. In an isolated part of the world. Exactly. Hawaii. Exactly. It's so part, easy part to of, contain. Part, part 100%. Of reason, They're homogeneous. Part, part yeah. New, it's part easy. Of the reason New Zealand is COVID free right now is because of their unique circumstances. Yeah. I'm going on. Australia. That's where I'm going. Australia is it? Yeah, that's another good Australia. one. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get stung by some blue bottles. I'm gonna go to Bondi Beach, get a TV show. Dude, everything in Australia go. wants to kill you. I, I mean, listen, I, I'm a person where if I walk outside and I see a water bug, I'm peeing my pants. I get scared. Okay, <laughs> I'm not a bug person. If I if I have to worry, if I'm taking my garbage out of, of a snake popping out, uh, a widow spider popping out, I, I, I'm good. So who knows? Maybe I'll live in a hotel or something. I'll just stay there. I'll be isolated in Australia. Dane, Dane, that in that game brings up a point. It's good to see you, Dane. Um, and he also brought up Smart is a zombie. Twenty four hours was my most never again. That was Dane. That's crazy. Uh, but he, the routine. This is what I have grown very tired of in the zombies community. Is the routine is DLC comes out, stupid amount of unhealthy snacks are eaten and consumed, stupid long hours of everybody playing, searching for the Easter egg, and then also trying to stay happyish for the fans that are watching you play. It's a nightmare. That's literally what I I can't stand. Almost. On par every time who I play with on these streams, and John doesn't get involved smartly with I this. Think, I think that's one of the best decisions I ever made. Is 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 when I left the rat race of DLC day one. Yeah, it's it's such. Everyone's miserable, news. and I they're so such a fruitless. Yeah, pursuit. no, they're tired, they're miserable, they're shitty. Every line is, oh my god, oh this is so stupid, this is so stupid. Oh my god, I think, oh my, I that's think all last, you hear. Yeah. It's like, why are you playing this? Go to bed. The last I time I did a fucking uh, first day was Attack of the Radioactive Thing. That was the last That's time a bad I bad first day. That was because yeah. because literally, especially at that time with me, who was watching me, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm making thumbnails. I'm making tutorial. Like who who what? Like you know? Because yeah. then you're like, oh, then I'm gonna finally be able to play the game at nine at night when the whole day you were just working on videos. And then yeah. when you tie the time to play, you're miserable and you're tired and you want to go to yep. bed five times a year. Yeah, I, I mean, like I love to get up and play. You get to enjoy the game. It's, it's the rat race is the problem. Like, that's why, like, when Last of Us, I'm going to be streaming Last of Us this Friday on my channel and the last things I'll be streaming on here for a long time. I'm moving over to Twitch if I decide to ever stream stuff. But uh, on YouTube, like, the idea would be midnight stream. Stream the game for nine hours straight and get and get the Last of Us gameplay up as soon as possible if I didn't get my review copy earlier and all that type of stuff. Or the embargo's lift or whatever. It's like, you're not enjoying it. Like, you got to prep to take a nap and now you're throwing off your sleep schedule. And it's just like so many of these DLC events spawned over that over the years. And I mean, literally just go look at any of the Chronicles. Like, in one respect, I love these. I really, some of my favorite memories are these Easter egg hunts. So there's a lot of good times to be had, but listen to the freaking conversations. That's what I've grown so annoyed about. It's like nothing productive is happening and everyone's just freaking miserable. They're just miserable YouTubers and normal people and streamers crying about everything because they're not eating right. They're not getting enough sleep and they're... 
the amount of times I have to hear some are taking performance enhancing drugs. Yes, no. yes, of course. Can't forget about those. <laughs> There's some PEDs going on. Oh, I forgot oh. about that. E for C performance yep. enhancing drugs. I, we I don't got, know. We got people loaded up. I don't know what you go read. This is gonna bring some memories to your head. Okay. But I remember I, I go back to watch sometimes of like oh like like you said like those early early Easter egg um, yeah. streams, and I watch your Zetsubo no Shima. Yeah. Um, this is this is one like, I I remember like because this is like. You, you just came off the high of getting your first in the Horizon Drax, so you're already trying to get that second oh, one in a row. Gross. You're playing with friends. And throughout every single like five-part stream of you playing Zets, it's you. Just every time Money talks, remember him? Of course. He opens his, he opens his mouth, and you're like, Money. Just shut up, money, money. Oh, money. oh. what do you, what, money? What are you doing? And I didn't know it was going on that long. Shit, did you tell me Zed? I was already dude, disenfranchised. Dude, at any time, at any time, someone would go and say, "Reed, I would try this." No, Matt. No, Matt. No, Matt. What do you do? And then yeah. I'm like, "Oh, these are the days." Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of it. That's a lot of it. And it wasn't just exclusive to money talks, but that's very much what I experienced all the time. And ever since Descent, uh, where was no, it wasn't Descent prior. Burger Town, MC Sports Talk said the most ludicrous bullshit thing i've ever heard in the world for the easter egg step i'm like no matt we're not doing that and it was the fucking step it was like the 10th step and he's like i told you guys i'm like all right for starters i'm never saying no to any dumb suggestion again in these zombie easter egg hunts secondly <laughs> are you kidding me and, and that's a lot of what this comes i will like oh this is where I think about what a gun will taste like in my mouth. If I have to hear another person on day one on a live stream go, it's glitched. It's glitched. The game's glitched. Doesn't work. Glitched. Easter egg's glitched. glitched. Easter egg's glitched. Rip, 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 rip. F in the chat. Oh my God, Triarch. Rip, glitched. It's like, oh yeah. Well, it's amazing how you forgot to do the three prerequisites to do the step, but it's apparently glitched on day one with it being out for two hours. Okay, yeah, I guess you would have instantly knew how this worked within two hours. And we've done it so many times where it's like, how is this a surprise? Like, this is seasoned people I still hear be like, oh, game's glitched. And occasionally it is. You know, to be fair, sometimes yeah. the game is absolutely glitched. But other times I'm, I'm just about. like, what are you talking about? You don't know what to do. Unless you're Noah J in the Zep boss fight and Takio just LOLing him and trolling him to death. Then I'm like, uh, I, I, no, stop it. It just happened far too often yeah. during those Easter egg hunts. And again, I think it comes from people being tired. The streamers aren't trying to be, you know, difficult. It's just they're tired. They're not eating. I mean, Milo was eating. And I'm not saying Milo was being a brat either during this, but I remember he was bragging to me when we were doing the 17 hour streams. He was eating like astronaut food. He was eating everything through shakes. He's like, it's way healthier. It's way easier to eat. I save so much time. I'm like, what we go on and all <laughs> DLC's coming, boys. Get the all liquid diet yeah! going. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, this is the like South Park joke where it's like, Mom, Mom, get Mom, my hot pocket. Hot pockets. What was the other thing? The the bucket where he needs a shit. And he's oh shitting. yeah, I got it. When the mom has the bucket, <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, oh, actually, he's still actually, doing his raid. I'm like, this is where the jokes come I from, my boys. Like I don't remember what it was. Right, I'm working on right now a series of tubes. To feed me oh when Black Ops comes out, so that I never have to leave my chair. Yeah, I I, I put um, an IV yeah. in my just to hydrate I a, me. I have, a, I have a blender with about a week's worth of food inside. Then when it's time to do the DLC, I'll blend into a liquid and slowly feed into me through a tube. Come for here, at Reed. Least the eat first your slop. Week of eat your slop, Reed. 
I remember remember during this, like the first Z house and garage came out. I remember they had, they took a picture of like all sandwiches, like pre-made in the fridge or something for garage Crovy. And you know, I can understand maybe being a fan and someone who still enjoyed like, you know, playing the games and there's still like a diehard, like that feeling. We're going to stay up all night. We're going to do that. I I get maybe I, cause I, cause I was one of those people who was the outside looking in of those YouTubers staying up and streaming it. And you would say to yourself, Oh, how cool. That's what you did. And, and this is like their holiday. This is their day. But it's then a pro gamer move. Yeah. And then when you're in the driver's seat though, and you're the one behind the editing software and you're behind yes. the stream, you're you you kind of want to stick pin needles in your ball sack. I'm telling you, yeah. it, 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 it's incredible. It's yeah. like how many how many hours can I sit here it's and just, try to look for a shield part? Yeah, it's soulless. It's from my experience. Uh, right. Other people Meanwhile, Obviously, I'm just see. having a casual like yeah. DLC days are very casual to me. Yeah, judge yeah, is like oh, cool. I have a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's neat. Look at you found that. Like da- Dame asks in the description or in the chat if I'm gonna miss it. Like I, I certainly think I will miss playing on day one with friends doing those Easter egg hunts. But then again, mm-hmm. I feel like well, maybe I'll just jump in with smart. Yeah, well, I, I feel like play. I feel like you're established enough that if you shot Matt or Milo or somebody a message being like, "Hey, need a fourth? Yeah, yeah, you could jump in, and because you're not making content, leave yeah. when you're done. Yeah, exactly. If anything, you're in, you're in a better situation by not yeah content. Creating. And so and I think I I might my dabble with that and especially those day one days especially like being a creator especially those day one days you know already you know milo's gonna take care of the tutorial stuff or whoever greg uh, or noah's gonna noah's gonna take care of the easter egg stuff so you trying to compete with them in that aspect is an endless race and you're getting tired out and you're gonna get burnt out which we've seen a lot in bo4 and and then you get to that point where even me now, like I remember throughout the whole BO4 cycle, a little bit less on launch day, where a new map would come out besides the other night when we had no clue that the night was coming out. <laughs> After all of that, like, rough. yeah, sitting, I remember being sitting there like, how about I maybe work harder on a creative video that will have people laugh instead of everybody going to, you know, trying to get them to leave Milo's re- tutorial, which will never happen to mine. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's an endless tireless cycle. Yeah. And, you, and what and you're looking at the stats, you're like, what am I really losing? Nothing. Or what am I really gaining? Nothing. So why not take your time on making yeah. better content? Than at that? most you get a video that'll hit ten thousand, maybe fifty thousand views on a tutorial, but that's it. Yeah. And then they look at your I channel mean, and that's not your content. And people usually don't really sub and stick around for a tutorial. You know, yeah. uh, exactly. Exactly. They watch and then they leave. Yes. Exactly. The, the idea that like better content that will get more views is such a fallacy mm-hmm. because your tutorial could be a million times better than say a Milo or a Noah's. Yeah. But, but like, yeah. they'll get 10 times more views. You're better off just finding a different lane. Exactly. And I think and I think the best competition that we've seen by far if you want to call it competition has been those like 1 minute tutorials. That's the only way you can really I think in my head you really could have competed with mm-hmm. that field or that genre of videos by having glitch do the 1 minute. Yeah, well even even long. then glitch glitch found a lane different than Milo cuz Milo yeah. was doing no nonsense tutorials that were no nonsense. a little a little too lengthy. 50 minutes. Um, if I may say so lengthy that they could almost be considered nonsensical. A documentary. He's a, he's a, he's a documentary. Yeah, he's, he's not making a tutorial. He's making a documentary. What Milo's like position was with those? Glitch, Glitch found it. No, I, I totally see where Milo was coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No nonsense. I'm just, I'm just having fun. Yeah, I know, I'm I know. Just, we're having a, we're having a, um, a I, I, but, yeah, but, I'll but just throw it in after. Making, Keep going. 
Glitch making the short no-nonsense tutorial is a different lane than Milo doing the in-depth no-nonsense. Exactly. So that's all I wanted to point out there, just for the people yeah, that are yeah. going to take offense to that, because that's how the zombie community reacts, or a small amount of the zombie community, a very small portion. But Milo's lane is... Uh, he wants to explain everything in detail. So it's no nonsense, but he's going to tell you every optimal strategy he knows. He's yeah. going to try and make it as easy as possible. Glitch is doing it where he's cutting out all the fat. Basically, someone that has a general idea of what they're doing, and they're just like, oh, shit, how's that go again? And it takes them two minutes to look at a tutorial you and go. Sometimes I just need to be reminded where a part is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's where he could find that lane. And yeah, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not actually calling Milo's no nonsense tutorials. Yeah, nonsense. I, I know. I'm just having fun. Milo, but, Milo could probably give two shits at this point. He keep oh, oh, I, I, I know, but I know, but some people take things. Some well, yeah, take like it's seriously. three shows ago when someone's threatening John because he dared say a high round map was less difficult than another. It's like that's I, what I, we're I dealing with. And just, to me, I had it's to like, ask you about that. I had no clue why was John getting the threats. I had to ask it's people. A long, it's oh a my god! I've delved down the rabbit hole. No, I still can't. I still can't even. But yeah, so that, that's it. I don't. I don't know how we got here. What we we're talking about high round challenges for this guy um, breaking the all time I, record. I, I apologize. I mean, I, I think we got here because we were just talking about the dedication that it takes to play for sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you. That is how we got wanna, here. Do you want to talk COD twenty twenty? Yeah, I do. Oh, we're we're on, Ooh, we're on grumpy ass read today. So fuck yeah! Holy shit! Google that logo. I had a logo sent from one of my friends to show me what the leaked, might have been the pre-alpha logo is, and it's Call of Duty Black Ops. I was confused when Reed told me there was a new logo, because I had seen that logo, but I also thought that that was, I'm like, that. I feel like I've seen that before in Black Ops, so I wasn't sure if that was a new logo or just a screenshot of something from Black. You know, what I think they did. I think they, I think the X codename Pizza just to amp up the saturation on it a bit, <laughs> send it back to them, and then that's their new logo. I think they just did it that fast. Oh. Real quick before you dive into this, Greg, thank you. He said, Greg said, really good love and everybody the show. Yeah. And everybody being best. really nice. I really appreciate that. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the show. Greg. You're wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm going to miss you too, Greg. Uh, but I'll again, I'll be poking around on the back end of the community. With that said, my God, are you both spot on with it? It's just like they definitely took the page. We discussed this on previous Zombros episodes that if they just did a soft reboot of Black Ops, it would signal to us that they're creatively bankrupt. And that's very much what it feels like. Jason Schreier uh, went and made a post saying that no time soon are they going to be making a yeah. reveal for COD 2020. COD 2020 can't catch a break. No. Yeah, I mean, this yeah, is... Let's, let's, let's talk about this timeline for yeah. a moment. Yeah. Treyarch comes off their worst game ever. Yes. COD 2020 begins production. Yep. It's in shambles. The studio gets fired and potentially disbanded over the game because of how bad it is. It gets thrown into Treyarch's lap Yep. unfinished and early mm -hmm. or, or with a with a sooner release date than they yeah. expected they expected a whole extra year to make a game after coming off one of their worst games ever mm -hmm. global pandemic everybody has to work from home mm -hmm. yeah they can't catch a break yeah um, and people are leaving left and right I, i'm gonna well. be honest if, if this game bombs i do not blame triarch yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't. From day one, I don't think anyone would point a finger at Trek because think about any other industry. Well, Let's say I a think, car dealership. Oh, you have to make this new car now. Like, well, uh, uh. well, well what, I, what I'll say though is, I think, I think Black Ops Four is the fault of Treyarch for biting off more than they can chew. Agreed. Yeah. 
But if COD 2020 is a bad game, I don't think it's Treyarch's fault. I think I think you gotta blame the global pandemic as well as just getting a game with very little time to make it. Yeah, and the other studios and probably internal management has been. I mean, if you, you have people you leaving, like Jason and Lee Ross, yeah, are just oh, the names yeah, we yeah. heard of. How? Shouldn't what's the turnover going on right now inside Treyarch? I bet it's bad if this is the case. Yeah. Um, but it's it's like so. In theory, COVID shouldn't make it that much harder to make a game because a lot of stuff can be done at home. You know, mm-hmm. like assuming, yeah, assuming how every much can they really do from home that well, they can do in studio. Yeah, well, ass- assuming everybody's working off a computer and meetings can happen over Zoom or something, yeah. and everybody's got a computer at home, you should once you have your files with you at home, like be able to start working from home. But one, anybody who's worked out from home over the past few months know you're a lot less efficient at home. Yeah. And there's also a good like one to two week period where you kind of got to learn how to work from home. Mm-hmm. So so they they could lose what I'll, I'll chalk up to be maybe a month of production time. Yeah. In an already shortened production cycle. Like that's yeah. huge. That might be releasing originally in October as well when they bumped it up from November. Yeah. So it's just like yes. Treyarch got dumped on on, on this release. Uh, so it's not going to be surprising if the game bombs and seeing it as a soft reboot of the Black Ops franchise to me uh, pushes me so much further away from the game. Like it, it did seem so unappealing to me at this point that you're just going to be, I'm, I'm going to hear Woods again. Am I going to hear Reznov again? I'm going to hear Mason again. Like, no, we'll be excited if oh they hear God. Woods again. Oh boy, James C. But I think they're going to replace gonna say, him. James C. Burns got work now. No, I think they're going to replace him just like they did with the original uh, price because it's a soft uh, reboot yeah. and they want to save money. I mean, it is. To me, it's like they really save money. That well, I guess yeah, uh, but the yeah. oh, new young on, actor. James C. Yeah. Burns' Twitter bio literally says, "Actor who plays Sergeant Frank Woods." Oh, dude, yeah. he is, you can't he, replace he, the man. He is milking that character. And, hey, listen, dude, um, you gotta do, man. This is his livelihood. <laughs> yeah, he goes live every. I think every day now. For, uh, it's called. It's called Sarge's Corner. You're not wa- you're not watching Sarge's Corner. Oh, does Jesus he actually? God. Where did he do yeah, this? I, I, on his uh, YouTube. Uh, shout out James St. Burns. Oh his YouTube. I did yeah, not. Know. He has he has his little Buddha stand. He plays the guitar. He sings some Call of Duty songs. Come Where, on. What is his What, what is his guy. YouTube channel? I guess he's having I, fun I, with it. I think it's just Dame James also C. brings Burns. up isn't proving that productivity is better at home. Sure, but like when you're doing a coordinated large project it can be still difficult from the red tape like that activision has to um, publish things with sony as well there's all these other uh barriers is work, i don't believe working from home it's is, it's absolutely been proven in studies that working from is home it? is yeah mm, i feel like people get distracted at home a lot easier yeah you get distracted at work is, dude <laughs> yeah that's a good point i mean i've been watching my dad work from home over the past two weeks that i've been home um Mm-hmm. I don't know how his production at home compares to at work, but it seems for my untrained eye less productive. But what do I know? I believe from the studies, like in, in business school, we talked about this. And of course, this is like corporations pour millions in research into this because they want to know how to be the most efficient yeah. to save the most money. And like the amount of work that's getting done at work is like two and a half hours out of the six day, like mm-hmm. six hour workday or, or nine hour workday rather. Um, and it's just like, how the fuck are we only getting two and a half hours of quality work in from the typical nine to five job? Like that is so inefficient. Yeah. Well, I, I, so like I track my time all the time mm-hmm. and I find that like a productive day is usually about six hours of actual work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that also like there's a lot of goofing off in that six hours or me doing other stuff mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I guess I don't know if that puts me above the average so I guess maybe that does add into like working from home is more efficient yeah, potentially uh, it, yeah it depends on the person i think also too because like me i got like that the add head mm. where i'm just like I, I if i'm like i was gonna even say before even playing zombies for a long time if you we were doing that mm. i would be like i kind of want to watch this instead of doing this i kind of want to do this instead of doing this and you, you you're thinking of so many things at once and you know i think it depends on the person but yeah no i, I remember like th- there's that. people that there's, there's people that are huge huge believers and like even renting an office to go somewhere to get more better like bro, higher productivity done but then oh, there's people that. like then there's yeah. people like you know that you meet the like no yep i've been home just locked myself in my room worked for hours and that's it and- yeah i think it truly depends yeah. on the industry you're into the type of worker you are that stuff yeah. it's all an impact it's not a blanket statement like if you put person a at home guaranteed better uh productive productivity no that's not the case but we're talking by and large, especially with a lot of the environments, you know, state workers, corporations. I mean, this the stuff that happens at work. How many fucking useless meetings do people sit at at work? How many? Yeah. I mean, we never experience that. I, I I'll speak for me and John at the very least. No, I man, feel like no, we don't sit through as YouTubers and creators. Like I was driven nuts by the meetings I sat through at a uh, the convention I helped run at my college, where we would uh, we had. 3,000 people come for an anime convention. We hire voice actors. And I was only there for the business back end of stuff. And I enjoyed, I like I had Steve Bloom there and other voice actors oh, like wow. that over time. And it was like insane. Like it, the, the meetings would devolve sometimes where they're just bullshitting. It's like, stop wasting my time. Like the, the agenda, We it's a two hour meeting. It's like, this could be done in maybe... 14 yeah. messages this could, this could be an email yeah exactly it's like oh I think my that god this pandemic, i think this pandemic taught it, a lot of businesses that exactly. too like we don't have to come in every single like exactly. whatever wednesday to do this we can just hop in a skype call and be like oh but good good like go bye exactly yeah. but there is there's an absolute value though to like being in the same building as somebody you're working with especially on a team project like call of duty exactly that rather than like i mean it, it's also just as easy to dm somebody but yeah. to have like a physical conversation with somebody can be a lot more efficient than shooting two or three emails or waiting for somebody to get online. To Absolutely. See that. So there's the cost benefit that keeps going back and forth. And sometimes you just go to a desk and then organically, you're going to have a better idea when you're feeding off that other person and making an idea like talking, especially in creative environments. So that type of stuff definitely might work much better being in person at a game development studio or creative studio versus, you know, a boring accounting firm. It's like, do you really need to go talk to somebody about, you know, I have a question about tax code, you know, random number sequence. Yeah. Could you try and fill me in on what I'm supposed to do? Oh, yeah, you just do this and this. Okay, cool. Like, again, that could be an email. It doesn't need to be a meeting or anything like that. Yeah. So that that's, I don't know, Dane, thanks for getting us off topic, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, I, honestly, though, like, a, a del- what's the Nintendo saying? A delayed game is a better game or something like that? Doesn't oh, Nintendo? I'll go get the exact quote from the man who made Mario. Yeah, if so, if if it if it came down to COD 2020 coming out, let's say a December release, I was gonna say no later than Christmas. Like, I, I yeah, don't think oh, no absolutely. Christmas. A delayed no game is eventually good, but a rush game is forever bad. And that is yeah. uh, Miyamoto. I don't know how to say his first name. So he said about Black Ops 4 or another game? <laughs> if, if Call of Duty found themselves in a situation, though, where it came out in late November, early December, I'd be fine with that. Like, yeah, 
I'm not in a rush for the new game. Mm-hmm. But we gotta oh. we gotta see something though. Then, like, just give us a picture, give us a give us a poster to make us look at, so Milo can just decipher a corner of it. Like, give us some. I was just seeing in I chat gotta... where someone was saying, I, "I couldn't believe nothing's been leaked yet," and it's just like we're saying, "Give me something." I'm like, "What if they have nothing? What if that's how?" Like, dude, brilliant. You know how we'll never get anything leaked again? We just don't make anything. Don't do anything. They I can't know. leak well, it if we was... don't have anything. <laughs> There was the pre-alpha that leaked this. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah. if, the, if you were, if you had what to think about like? right now what's out there for Call of Duty 2020, we got that Black Ops, that the picture that mm. shows the Black Ops logo, Jesus. and then you have um, the pre-alpha gameplay, which pretty, which could easily be someone, you know, may, may, easily be. I don't have no clue. Do you think I, you could pass off Black Ops One pre-alpha footage as Black Ops Five pre-alpha footage? Yeah, how would you? How would you, that, how would you know? I was gonna say that 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 could possibly be another oh game besides God. that could be a Battlefield pre-alpha gameplay. That, that is that's a, not that is a good okay. joke. Because but, like, but but who's so in the know to say oh that's clearly not Black Ops Five because in Black Ops Five you have this feat you know because nobody yeah. you, was, you know you know so little about Black Ops Five that you <laughs> I don't think you can make an objective disproof in that early gameplay there was a logo of a company they used in a bo4 map so that gave people mm-hmm. like oh it's yeah. a call of duty but then even but even to make assumptions about the game from that pre-alpha gameplay you're sitting there like okay you're just hungry you're just you are just thirsty for something to talk about in this game like mm-hmm. it like really like if you're gonna say this game is great or this sucks based off a guy with a model and a gun oh, like yeah. the, pretty yeah. much the only thing i took from that footage was uh, they probably brought back the BO1 iron sights, the, 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 the red dot sights. Is that, is that all? Like, that's what I was going to ask you guys a follow up one. What did you see in the pre alpha leaked gameplay? Like, even you tell me pre alpha means like, oh, so it's going to look nothing like that, is what I just heard. Probably yeah. before it's it's a guy holding a gun and it's pretty much and it's not even read you know when uh the the first uh like you know when they try to say like the first uh menu image is like i got the game early and the guy takes the picture <laughs> for a potato phone he's kind of tripping while he takes the photo oh and and, yeah. and you're kind of wondering if you really had the game early you wouldn't want to sit still get a nice uh nice uh frame photo it's a guy with this uh, a quarter of his laptop screen breaking into Treyarch. oh shit yeah, the really, fucking- with, the, with the USB drive connected to his PC, it's a guy running with a gun. He's he's mantling over a tank or something, and he's just shooting. And it's pretty much it's, it's an open. It looks it's like, it looks like a big garage or a tank station. That's what it pretty much looks like. And people are making assumptions. The running animations like Modern Warfare. It's gonna make Modern Warfare. Like set the fuck down. Take it easy. Really. Like I don't get it. Are either of you excited for Black Ops in, in the fall? At, at, this, at this point, <laughs> Do you even have any desire to get, play this game? We don't get any teaser by the middle of July. So I mean, so me personally, <laughs> I, I wrote down early July, the latest from me. Because if you're going to get us hyped for a game, even if it's delayed, you got to get us hyped for something. Like well, like yeah. season five of Modern Warfare is not gonna tickle off. Yeah, I gotta be honest. Like half the time, I like COD more just because I enjoy the marketing trailers than actually playing the damn game. Like even Overwatch is more enjoyable to me just to watch the cinematics they put together for the game. Like that's a great game because I like the bullshit yeah. behind it instead of playing the game. Well, I will say, I don't know if I'm excited for this game because I know so little about it, you know? Yeah, how could you be excited? I, 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 I have nothing to make me excited. Yeah. Um, but I was happy to find out that it wasn't 
announced at the PS5 launch event. Did you actually, did you PS5 actually think it was going to? Yeah, I thought it was. Um, yeah. So much, yeah, be revealed. So like, much, yeah. I think, so yeah. much so that I was like hedging bets on it not releasing. Because, like, because I always, of because I said to myself, like, it's a PS5 event. Usually they're just going to be talking about their exclusive you, games, the platform. But, but, keep, but, but Call of Duty and PlayStation have been so intertwined yeah, over know. the past few years that, like, I, I, I now I know their exclusivity is over. But, you know, for a while they had a decent relationship. And you'll remember that there was a whole segment of um, Call of Duty Ghosts at the Xbox One reveal event. Um, mm. So I was actually hedging bets for various projects that I have in the works that it may or may not be a th- like announced. And I was like, I have I have uh, various videos in the works to support my upcoming Die Rise campaign. <laughs> and, uh, oh and I had multiple versions of a video script in case it was or wasn't announced. Oh um, are you really the- going to get are you going to get the billboard? Are you going to get the I may I may or may not have found a billboard. Oh, I know. My God. Reasonably priced. Oh my God. Um, reasonably priced is a relative statement because the one next door to it is twice the price. Um, mm-hmm. Did you say so it was kind of close to their studio? I found I found a I found a billboard around the corner that a price that seems reasonable to crowdfund for. Um, I may or may not have a GoFundMe page ready Please, to launch. I, come on. I may or may, I may or may not have an artist making merch right now. Um, and I may or may not have a video schedule planned out for the next two months of weekly die rise videos. I love it. I love it. Um, I love it already. But I but but part of my plans for that was whether or not Call of Duty would announce its um its game. There you go. And I'm and I'm also watching like, well, if they announce Call of Duty 2020 and there is um and like they mention in their announcement that Die Rise Remastered is a pre-order bonus. Well, then I'm like, well, fuck, that kind of ruins the whole campaign. Mm-hmm. I got to scrap it. So like if COD was announced this weekend, it could have potentially ruined the whole campaign. And I just would have scrapped it. I mean, what I mean, where do you you think we're going to get? Because listen, I, those four, the Zombies Chronicles 2 maps, they're probably done already. They, they've been done probably. You think we're gonna get that as a pre-order bonus, as like the game? I, I, I legit, I legitimately. So I know nothing. Um, I mean, I know stuff. Yeah. Uh, I know nothing about Zombie Chronicles other than the leaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like from the leaks that it was pretty much done and then got scrapped. Yeah. So my thought is, well, if you have these things that are pretty much done, you might as well just use them in your next game. So it seems logical to me that the next Proter bonus would be this alleged zombie Chronicles two, if it exists. And if they're in um, the new game, you know, if, if they're in the new game that I can only assume that would we want to play these maps on the new BO four perk system. So you, so like, it, it, well, it, I think it's a potentially, a, I think it's potentially a blessing and a cur- or a blessing that, um, that it got scrapped for BO four and maybe in BO five, they redo the perk system. Hmm. Yeah, because who would want to play like Barry? I, with- yeah, I wouldn't want to play Die Rise Two on the Black Ops Four engine. Well, who would want to play anyway? But like with the with the perk system, maybe a little less. <laughs> no one's playing Die Rise, John. Listen, John, I love not you. Happy right now. I love no, John, we, I, I mean, you know, I I just we, hope we get all remasters now. You're gonna petition so hard. Yeah, I hope we have another season of remasters. I had, I had I had an artist ready to go um, a couple days ago. And I'm mm. watching the live stream being like, if there is no, um, if there is no like Zombie announcement D's. of COD 2020 and there is no announcement of like a 
Zombie Chronicles 2 featuring Die Rise, mm-hmm. then I'll give him the green light and pay him to make the art. Oh, so you were ready to see some diarized gameplay on screen. Oh, no, like legitimately when I said like I had projects in the works that hinged on whether or not diarize 2 was going to be announced that day. I that like if it wasn't, I would give people the green light. If it was, then I would have to say hilarious and good for you. But there's also like the other side of this is just like, my God, could I be not? I'm so uninvested in this game, John. If this was for like BO4 prior or BO3 prior, I feel like I'd be through the roof happy and excited for you. But I, this game, there's just... I just... Reed already has his bag packed. He's ready to go. All, yeah, all exactly. Is, I'm like, what are we doing? I think that's what all, you're all doing I as I, I close have, the door. I have the idea of a billboard in Santa Monica around the corner from Treyarch that's telling great. them... That's that, funny. I, shit one to idea me. I have that's is the billboard funny. says, "Hey Treyarch, drop the chips and remaster Die Rise." That was <laughs> one idea. I have. That's a good one. Um, or, uh, "Hey Treyarch, remaster Die Rise already, you cowards!" Yeah, that's the classic. <laughs> that's another classic one. And, and I, I'm so enamored by this idea. I, I in no way in hell can afford this billboard. So the only way to do it is to crowdfund it. Yeah. Um, oh as it turns out, Santa Monica billboards incredibly expensive yeah that's not i mean like, you gotta have it at the right angle where people sitting at their office of truck just looking that's at their window son of a fucking bitch oh, God. <laughs> that's the, um, I, all, the best to answer jm jmmj0103's question i don't care if they remaster it or remake it or reimagine it i just want to hang a billboard outside their studio <laughs> You want to be heard. I'm more invested in the billboard at this point than I am the... uh, You'd rather get your remastered diarized yet Twitter verified before... I actually... I had a a real, real, like, line of thought this week Mm -hmm. as I was working on this project, thinking to myself, well, if I make this billboard and I put, like, images from the game on the billboard, I might get a whole thing from Activision lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they would. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And then I thought about it. Yeah. I'm like, and then I started to think, who could I contact to make sure that I'm legally in the green? Is it the but same then I'm, as like other YouTubers using and selling like zombie merch? Is that, that's not like, I don't it's know. Great. It's great. It's great area. I don't think Activision would be really happy if I put a picture of Treyarch's logo on a billboard and called them a coward. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, they're gonna. Um, that's basically okay. what they, they choose. They, 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 they can get the lawyers to send me a very mean I'm letter. I understand. Maybe, yeah. maybe you can like ha- you have an artist design as something that looks like Diarize, but isn't you know? Diarize. Yeah. And then yeah. the the font can maybe be the Diarize font, and that, but it's not really a loophole. Well, of course. It, you know, well, then I I, I thought about. I'm like I could I could reach out to maybe people within Activision to like get confirmation but part of the fun of this idea is doing it and not telling treyarch yeah. you know you and, know and, like it'd be no fun if i got permission to put up a billboard without and then waking billboard. up one day with the cease and assist email being happy with it and then that's it like i want i want david vonderhaar to drive to work today and see a billboard calling his company a coward <laughs> and then being like who the hell put this the thing going, through going on twitter and seeing me with a picture of me in front of the billboard with a shit-eating grin being like look what i did <laughs> You think you're gonna get invited now? Have a nice. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely not nice getting invited. How much is Treyarch paying you now to be pumping up Diarize? How much did they? Yeah, that's a real question, John. How much you fucking sell out? I, 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 I agree. I think he's in cahoots. I think we have a little spy on our hands. We, yep. we, we think you're. Yeah, I think we, you're we, we got an agent society agent. 
And one of yeah, my no. wait, so, so explain to me my role as a spy. Triarch is paying me to, to hype feed it up. You just love it. Propaganda. Yeah, di- di- yeah, it. yeah. You nailed it. We didn't even have to explain it. You knew exactly what you were doing. You literally just exposed yourself. <laughs> you exposed yourself. <laughs> well, well, Turbo, you're good. You got it. That's me. it. But I, when you guys really think we'll be getting a first look or a teaser, an image, a, a gif, whatever. Yeah, we're, of, getting, we're getting a gif. Yeah, really. What? When you think? Latest early July, end of June? Oh, my I'm God. If August. If it, oh, if my God. Man, God. Holy Yeah, I think shit. August. Well, Jason Schreier said not for a long time. And I feel like that was such a, like a hard way to put it. You know, like it's one, it's one thing, it's one thing to say, yeah, guys, wait a couple weeks, but to say not for a long time. He's a a trustful guy. This Jason, he's a a trusted games journalist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jason Schreier. He's pretty on par. Really. Okay. Because maybe he got a couple times, but who knows? It is Jason Schreier, right? Yeah, Jason. Is it Jason? Now you got. I said too many times. Yeah, yeah, it is Jason. Jason. I mean, this man is such a well-known journalist in the games industry that he's got his own Wikipedia article. I think that's pretty. Pretty go. good. Um, yeah, but like the fact that he said not for a long time makes me think, okay, it's actually not for a long time. So uh, I'm thinking at least a month. Time. That's long in game dev terms. Two months seems like an eternity when your game's going to be coming out in a few months. Well, uh, it's it going to be delayed. So that's what a it's lot of a, people It's are a asking. month and a half. The reason I didn't say July is because June's almost halfway over. Yeah, fair, mm. fair. Um, do, you, do you think they're going to cancel or postpone? Call of Duty for the first time ever due to COVID? Do you think they're gonna have a release at Christmas I, or later? I hope so. I really do, actually. I yeah. would be I would be in favor for a slight delay. It's just just so we don't just so we don't get like we a just Activision had to have the date ready. We have to have it as long as they're ready and it's nothing past Christmas, I would be fine with it. I I you know it's I, I genuinely do think given the circumstances of the game and given the circumstances of the world, I think delaying the game would be one of the best moves they could, especially like I feel like if Black Ops 4 just had like one extra month to cook in the oven, mm-hmm. it would have been a lot better game. Sure. And and the, the season would have been better as a whole because we would have been less. We would have had because everybody was so sour over the game. Yeah. After two weeks of incessant crashing. If they could have just found a way to buckle down for a month and sort that out, I think the season as a whole would have been much better. No, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it's going to be, a, you know, a time. I'll be curious to see how it develops from the outside looking in. And maybe I'll pop on and be like, yeah, look at zombies. And I'll stream that shit on Twitch once and be like, yeah, okay, that's it. Then <laughs> we better get one storyline for zombies. We bet, we bet, oh, if we're going to get a delayed, shit. if we're going to get a delayed game, Craig Houston's come, he comes on stage. He's like, guys, listen. Chaos was my passion, but I found a new passion. We're doing three stories this if year. We, if, if, Fourteen if a, stories this year. This wow. already going to be yeah, a delay. It's its own story that will play out, and it's also its own comic book series, which oh is also God. its own text document blog that I have in forty-eight parts. You can read. If it's if it's going to be a delayed game as it is, and it's oh, already like man. just jumped on Trek's lap as it already was, and we're going to get some big like macho call of we did this instead of Zom. No, just what? go back to the go, go, go back to the blueprints. Let's get our jug and nog. Let's have a nice drink. And that's it. Like, let's, let's, let's calm down. Oh, what fun. if Craig Houston is in a Treyarch live stream and he's like, you know, guys, 
I've been really thinking about what the zombie storyline needs. And I've decided to merge all of the previous zombie storylines. We're going to put the IW storyline, oh, the Exo zombie storyline, and the World War II zombie storyline, and the Chaos storyline into one. What if, what if it, because like now with COVID, they can't do a big event and they go on stage and stuff. So what if they're just in that one room that they always do the track live streams where the cameras always fuck up and <laughs> they're just they're in there and Craig Houston just does like a slow turn. Guys, uh, it's been rough. Not going to lie. It's been a rough couple of months. <laughs> oh my God. Um, this is beautiful already. <laughs> he's just bl- just blunt and say, guys, um, <laughs> Jason escaped. Jason left. Uh, <laughs> he, he left us with everything going on here. I'm just letting you know, it's not called Call of Duty no more. It's called Fuck. That's what it's called now. It's, we're, we're, we're fucked. I might buy fucked. I might be like, I, you know, I might identify with this. What is this? Let me see what this is about. This seems Don't new. You, this is daring. Do you think, do you think now? That the, internal, the internal code name is just fucked. It's fucked. Do you think, though, that this pandemic and with Call of Duties, I know this will probably never happen because Activision likes their ching, but you know, like, the the, 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 the people asking for the longest time not for Call of Duty every year. Like, how about it will be a different routine where now maybe Activision's like, okay, God forbid anything else like Universal like this happens again. We could have been, like, they could have been safer. If we knew we were getting a con next year. Yeah, no no one cares. No worry. There's no pressure, no problem. But do you think that'll it, ever happen in the world of Call of Duty? Eventually, a hundred percent. Eventually, they can't sustain this model. I, it's not going to happen. They love their revenue, they love their money, but as soon as it's not profitable for them to release a Call of Duty every year, that's when they'll change. Yeah, that's all it is. I don't, I don't, I don't know about like the profitability of releasing Call of Duty every year, and I definitely think the model is changing because I think Warzone changed the model. Yep. Yeah. Call of Duty's got to be one of the biggest games of the world right now, bigger yep. than it was years ago for certain but it's also expensive is one of the big problems is you listen to the devs they make a billion dollars and they're joking to us that like oh maybe we made a profit it's like what the fuck is going on where a game can make a billion dollars in revenue and you're not making a profit don't you see a problem like aren't you better off with the studio that develops a game for 10 million dollars and you make five million five hundred million dollars or a hundred million dollars versus putting well, all this money into it and not a lot of it is i know it no no the majority of the budget is i'm a marketing major say, absolutely the majority of it is marketing where the money goes. every yeah. budget for any type of entertainment almost it's always 40 to 60 percent is freaking marketing so it's that's like why I, that's why i gotta crowdfund a lot of money to make this billboard <laughs> Yeah. Still, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like this, if I don't put up this billboard, people are gonna be really mad at me. You got a plan B. And I'm like, the the plan B is charity. How much is the board? You you don't want to reveal that or? Um, no, I can just say the 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 cheap billboard I found is five thousand dollars. Okay, the closer expensive okay. one is ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I was, I was that's ridiculous. It's still crazy money, oh, but five grand you can go hard for a joke for thirty days. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, that's for rich people. That's nothing for normal people. That's a joke. The billboards get cheaper for the longer they stay up. Gotcha. Um, oh, okay. Um, but like, this isn't just your billboard on on the side of a highway. This is like a billboard in Santa Monica, where exactly. there's a lot of people. That's exactly. It. it makes sense. And 
um like they're they're expensive i i'm one i was looking at it, I was like the cheapest one i could find that's nearby um yeah and, and that's why i'm like shit if i don't crowdfund five thousand dollars it's a little it's a little poster on like a telephone pole in los angeles i mean if you look at how the business works for uh billboard advertising it's basically exposures and you're getting people to work and the problem i saw with those numbers even though they post some of the huge the largest numbers around for like exposure uh you're getting a lot of repeat viewings because people is commuting to work every day. But then again, they can work in your favor because advertising works really well. The more you hear it, eventually you believe it. And you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to buy that. Number isn't like seven times or something like that. You would know this. Uh, Not necessarily in consumer behavior, but uh, did they, because it borders on annoyance. So that's why it's not like, even if you see something seven times, like, you might someone's tolerance might get to seven and instantly be like, "Fuck this! I'm never going to support you ever." Just because I'm tired of hearing it. The uh, huge guy in uh, New York State, Florida, uh, I forget his name. We're just like, it's gonna be huge for cars. Many people will never buy a car with him just because he's an asshole on his commercials and he does it too much. Um, that's the fine line you you try and thread consumer behavior and trying to get them to buy products conversion rates like what we care about online translate into billboards as well and obviously billboard conversion rates are pretty crap but it's almost like a scam email it's like if millions of people see this or you have millions of exposures you get 10 people to see it then you might be able to make up the money and pay for it depending on what you're advertising that's just some of the business background stuff that some of you guys might understand why they price it higher in a city you have a million people a week every three days Looking yeah, at this well, the billboard. billboard website, it was looking at had like CPMs for the various billboards yeah. on there. Um, and like, this is like a dense area. He's so so it made sense. that's his name. But I'm just here thinking to myself like, oh yeah. So the, the people that they imagine um, buying these billboards are corporations like Cherik with millions of dollars in advertising budgets where a $5,000 billboard for a month to them is nothing. Mm-hmm. But to me, a shitty Call of Duty YouTuber whose ad rates are currently at the lowest they've been since 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I got to get creative if I want to make this billboard happen. Yep. Yeah, no. How many How many drunk people are just going to be walking past the billboard being like, what is that? <laughs> I, want, I want people to see this billboard yeah. and be like, yeah. Like I, I like I. You, know, I just, you gotta sell promo somehow on that poster, though, John. You gotta put your ad somewhere, though. You gotta do something for yourself. Well, I had this idea that if people donate more than ten dollars, their name will be on the billboard. Uh, uh, that's an incentive. There it is. I, I told you, I'm getting creative on this one. Wow. Yeah. Your 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 free time is going to this marketing. You're sitting down, like, okay, how can we do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to talk about PS4. Five, fuck. PS5? Yeah, uh, PS5. Yeah, PS5. Yeah. yeah. The um, new router? The new router in town? Can I, yeah. can I make a hot take? Oh, sure. I don't know if this is a hot take. Sure. I think this is the ugliest console generation we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I mean, they're like all the I, I The Xbox is like a fridge, and I really do think this PS5 is the worst console look I've ever seen. You know the PS5 is bigger than the Xbox fridge. Okay. <laughs> That's all a reference. Yeah. It's Massive, yeah. and the PS5 with the disc drive looks like it has a tumor growing out of it. <laughs> I, okay, I don't see that. But I, I get what you're saying, but like, I just don't understand it. I see that I'm like, oh, it looks fine, and I, I just don't get why people are like that is ugly. I don't want that. Okay, I just, I, but even on Reddit, I saw them. They made it black, and all of a sudden they're like, 
oh my god or they added some rgb to it they're like that's the fix that's the fix i'm like what the fuck are we talking about it's try- it looks like it's trying too hard to be futuristic looking and then when you throw on the disk drive and suddenly it's asymmetrical like i have a lot less issues with the ps5 without the disk drive okay and with fact, a digital version okay fair i applaud playstation for being bold enough to release a version without a disk drive because yeah, that's yeah. what i i think I think placed. I think GameStop, who's already really hurting, was trembling when they saw that. Oh, Good, yeah, I hope so. But, but like for the past fifteen years, they've been. I think, I think the disc drive is, is like a band-aid. Evil order, right son of a bitches. Um, like we got to go. We we got to start going all digital. Yeah. I don't think we have to go all digital. I think the majority no, of the I, it's gonna go digital. I think. Or are we talking we, from GameStop's perspective? I apologize. Or Sony. Um, I thought I mean, you I were saying that. My bad. I wasn't. I don't really that. care what happens to GameStop. I like. I don't have that much of an issue with them. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like GameStop now. They just told I me just, to fuck off. I pre-ordered the Resident Evil Collector's Edition, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're not. You're not going to get that. You can have in-store credit." I'm like, "That's li- it's a bait and wait, switch." I never, never got, got my Resident Evil Collector's Edition. They're just like, "We're not. We're not going to get it in stock. It's just not going to happen. So you can't have oh, so it." So then that they never got the shipment. Yeah, they never got the shipment. So I'm like. Okay, and they're like, we can give you credit. I'm like, no, I, I want a refund. Like, I just don't want to. I don't want to shop here because I wanted something and you couldn't get it. I understand with COVID, but like, it, uh, they told me they the things that really went me sour. Quick story, sorry, DRL, but uh, I'm talking to them and I called them three separate times. And the first time he's like, oh, I don't know, we'll figure it out. Call back in a couple of days to see what's happening. And he's like, oh, I don't think we're gonna get the stock, so go call corporate or or contact service and they'll help they'll send it directly to you i call them and they go uh no actually you you will send it to the shop if at all if we send to the shop it's their problem they have to take care of it i talked to the shop and three different times i got the same script from three different people which really pissed me off that's where Mm -hmm. that's where the problems come from game shop because it's disingenuous i heard the same script of I ordered Resident Evil 3 too, man. I'm I'm in the same boat as you. It sucks, but you know, you come into the store when we're open and I'll I'll cancel your pre-order and I'll I'll give you in-store credit. And I'm like, "No." And then when I heard it the second time, I'm like, "Are you are you really saying that right now?" And when I heard it the third time, I'm like, "I'm mad now. I'm getting mad." I was reasonable. I understood it's your job. You're just reading the script, but three different people Telling me the same, like, man, I'm right with you. I had mine yeah. canceled. You're full of shit. You had yours canceled. Shut the fuck up. You're, you don't give a shit. You don't care. So that, that that's just one of many experiences I've had with GameStop. Another one was I'm in there and I was pre-ordering Last of Us because I just want these dumb fucking collector's editions because I'm an idiot. And I go and try and buy it. And he goes, hey, I'm going to just buy. I'm going to sign you up for the disc scratch protection for you know extra couple bucks. And I'm like, no. He's like, no, no, yeah, no. You want, want this. Me, I'm like, they always want to tell me the insurance. The yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. I, have you ever heard of a Blu-ray scratching? I don't have little brothers, sisters, or dogs that eat. No. Don't do that. He's like, no, no. I, I, I got you, man. I'm like, no. Dude. Scratching and broken discs was a game I or was a problem I used to have all the time as a kid. Mm-hmm. Once I stopped being a kid, that problem yeah. completely disappeared from my life. Yeah, I, th- I think it was like the Wii games. The last game that scratched on me was like Wii Sports or something, sure. and that mm-hmm. and that was it. And every time going to GameStop, my dad or something, I'd be like, "Dude, would you like the warranty?" My my yeah, my father like, "Yeah, it's five dollars extra. What are you gonna do?" But I'm, I'm like, they they want to rip you off. I'm so though in favor of like digital games now ever since sure. i went all digital on my switch sure but, like the two games i have that aren't digital um 
are Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, and mm-hmm. I probably play them the least because they're not in my Switch, and I'm too lazy to go put them. I was gonna say get up, in, put it in the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm too lazy. Um, so like, if GameStop goes away because games are all digital, totally okay with that, especially yeah. with some of their practices and how they try to exactly like, like, you on everything from BS insurance to the use game GameStop. policies. Like, yeah. 100. Like, I did. I, I don't even I, have to I'm get all into on board that. with digital games, and I'm happy to see GameStop go away. I, I, I yeah. feel bad for the people that are there because they love games and they're going to lose their job. And I know right. financially, like a lot of GameStops went under when COVID happened. Yeah, um, the one near me is just completely empty. Yep. I saw the other day as I was driving by, I kind of like looked through and I'm like, oh, they literally wiped out the store. Yeah. So um, 100% for the workers. Sucks. And then they're also in shitty positions as well. Look, just Google YouTube, like GameStop Horror Stories. It's endless content. It You, you can tell that they have such bad leadership. They have such <laughs> the bad game, policies. It, GameStop's demise. Endless entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I feel for the people that have horrible experiences, both as customers slash consumers and the people that are service workers. No one's having a good time here so it's just like why does this exist this is just yeah. such a shit place so and i remember like one time my friend went there he went to go get his game and i think his idea something was expired but he was well over 18 or something or well mm-hmm. over 21 and he goes in there and the guy's like we can't accept this and he's like, he's like oh why i was in here i was in here last week pre-ordering the game and i think my what my idea expired two days ago i'm sorry you you were the guy pre-ordering the game it's policy you know what take your policy shut up your fucking ass they never they never card me they never yeah i've never i've i don't think i've even when i was like 16 17 i don't know if i had that issue i went there to get remember la noir anybody play la noir Noir. I go in there and I remember I was young and my dad, I was there with my dad, but my dad didn't think he had to be there with me at the register to get the game. Sure. So I'm there and I'm like 10 or 11 and he looks at the game. He looks at me, looks at the game. He goes, can I speak to your father? I'm like, well, what is this? What am I filing for taxes? And I'm getting a game and you, you know, there's two year olds playing GTA in the strip club. You're looking at me to play LA Noir. Like, come on. Like, okay. honestly, you probably have your son or daughter playing GTA in the, uh, get out of here. That's a, whole, missed, that's a uh, whole rabbit hole. Yeah, no. I yeah, think dude, yeah, I, that's what I called him about too. I'm like, when can I pick up my Last of Us special edition? Like, do you guys do midnight releases anymore just so I can get the damn game? And I'm like, nah, coming come at noon. I'm just like, can I tell you how pissed off I was though at the release of Call of Duty World War II? Yeah, sure. I was yeah. I was angry to be at that midnight release. You know why? Because everybody and their mother got an early copy except for me. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember oh. that shit. That's hilarious. I, I'm. <laughs> that's funny. It's gonna make me sound so shitty. Yeah. But I'm there waiting in line at GameStop with my roommate who just tagged along because he was he had nothing else to do. <laughs> that's typical college. This is such bullshit. I'm here with all these peasants. <laughs> I'm a famous YouTuber. I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> See, that's his amount of value like, right there. You screaming you have a YouTube was, channel of like getting around 200 on transit that there it is there's the equivalent yeah. like no one cares like some I wasn't do, actually, but no one I wasn't cares. actually i wasn't actually mad that like oh i'm with these peasants but i'm just like i'm just more annoyed at like activision being like i was you know i get invited to chronicle yeah, john, yeah but, i remember that. you don't send me a copy of world war ii Yep. And John, you probably were like online. So I'm just there waiting in line at GameStop. Yeah. Get the early copy so I can go home. Meanwhile, everybody else at home is already playing the game and mm-hmm. had it for a couple and days. You probably know people that got copies that you know and you had you like didn't fuck I know people fuck. on this show that got copies for <laughs> me. And I still had to go to GameStop. <laughs> I know Not that even, person I, too. 
I know him very well. I guess they forgot about me. The first time I went, the first time I went to GameStop for a midnight release, even the way they do midnight releases, you have to go to GameStop. They start selling midnight release tickets in the afternoon. Number one or something. But if you, I remember me, the uh, Black Ops Three was the first time I went to 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 get the jug fridge and stuff for GameStop. Dude, I was a baller getting my jug fridge. I remember walking out there with the box of people just staring at you like yeah he doesn't fuck but you know he i was walking out that game stop and i was i had my head high and i was like yeah i got a fridge bitch that's what I, I got, got to go i got to go first at my game stop yeah. because i was one of the two people that got the jug fridge oh, like they, like they, when they yeah. the way they organized it like they had yeah. the tickets but they were like oh you're one of the two people that got the jug fridge we'll knock you out first yeah. so i was like the first person at my game stop to get the game and i'm walking out with my massive yeah. box so i gotta like, go yeah, older on you not gonna have sex so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go older on you guys. Um, when I was like 14, 15, no, when Black Ops One, I was, I must have been sixteen at that time. When Black Ops One came out, or fifteen, uh, I Fucking they did that game got a copy yeah, too. Yeah, I know, I saw that chat. I knew you'd be pissed, but I, um, I, I remember before they had the ticket policy. Black Ops One was the last time I think I remember uh, where you just, you just showed up and whenever you showed up, it's freezing. There's snow on the ground. My dad's sitting in the car. He's like, God damn it. I better not have to come in to some bullshit. And I I'm like, he, he had to come in to do it, to check out. Cause I was so young. So I'm staying in line the entire time. I might have some of my friends with me. I don't remember who it is at the time, but I'm basically just chilling out in my local mall. Uh, thankfully we, it was warm so we could stay inside where it was warm so we could get our call of duty. And, uh, you get in there and there was the RCXD car and just seeing all mm. the people staring at me as I get this box and they're just like oh fuck fuck i'm like oh those are some naughty words i didn't know you could say in public like like that's how young i am at this point purchasing this game and uh you could just tell the the envy of the young and the old guys looking at you like this motherfucker just like y'all said he ain't fucking shit (laughs) yeah you know i I find I, i finally got rid of my um care package mystery box oh okay mystery box I can't, Mine don't I can't. light up no more. I got jipped. I, I that has no been more. that has that been sucks. sitting and collecting dust in my yeah. Yeah. my closet yeah. two years. I, yep. Um, yep. and I was I was cleaning out my apartment because um, I was moving out two yeah. weeks ago. I like I set it aside and I'm like I'm gonna get rid of it, mm. but I'm like nah I can't do it. And I had this conflict where I'm like I I this has been sitting in my room for two years. I've never once used it. I almost like I, I actively dislike this thing because I think it's the worst like pre-order bonus they've ever done. Yep. Even though they're so proud of it. Yeah. Um. But I, there was something about me that could not throw it away. Um. <laughs> and then as I was finally like getting ready to move out, my girlfriend was helping me pack up. Yep. And I'm like, I need you to tell me to throw this out. <laughs> So, yeah, like shit. I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like anger. I'm like I'm telling her I'm like should I should I throw this out? Should, what should I do? And I'm like I'm basically I'm like I need you to tell me to throw this out because I can't do it. Yeah. So then she told me to throw Help it out, me. and I threw it in the dumpster next to my apartment. And I was very happy with myself. That's I tell terrific. you, though, there, there was one special edition I was not up to the throw out. The world, I, I wasted my money on the World War Two special edition. There was and what. Exactly. Statue? What it was, it was, was it a. The it was. It 
it was the no, it was the bronze statue yeah. of just these guys standing on the beach. up on the and beach. yeah on the beach, and then there was like a, a poster, a pin, and then well, what for for hundred fifty bucks? Like holy and then, like, I, shit, yeah, something like that's, that. Yeah, that's what, that's what they usually run for. Yeah, no, it, I mean, no, it's only like three hundred well, bucks. The the jug one was like what two hundred? What was the jug one? I think I jug it, was two hundred. Yeah, these um, things aren't that expensive. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. Yeah, no. That's a fucking console and a half. The bronze statue. So I remember when I was moving and I was like, you know, fuck this. I was like, I'm for what? For what? Nothing. And I oh remember ever since then, I was like, I am only going to get a special edition no, if they, it, it, or your hardened edition if, if they just. You know, like if they had the Juggernaug fridge and then they make a Cookie Vibe fridge. So it's the collect- Jug, collection. Jug was That's great. It. I agree with all that. Did yeah, you guys ever get the great. care package? That thing's freaking cool. Did you get the care no, package I edition? Package. I still have the care package. I I cannot will myself to throw away it or the packaging that's still in it. That's nostalgia. It was, it was like a, a, a Apple level type of beautiful like the packaging is perfect everything is done so well how they did that care package edition that thing was amazing um i'd never got the world of war special edition because i was too young at that point i don't know what that was the prestige edition i, I don't that know if it was a, that special it wasn't like a flask or something oh yeah, yeah it was world, yeah, world of war was a flask and it wasn't even a real flask it was uh, like it's it's just a prop but the oh. uh, gyrocopter that came with the bo2 edition you had like a quad rotor didn't that break really easily? It did, and I threw it away, John. That's why I brought it up because it just—it was made of foam garbage, and it was so cool until it broke. So that thing was crap. But the RCXD car some, still works; it's still cool. Some people in the some people in the chat are, are not happy that I threw out the mystery box and that I should have gave it away. Yeah. Like that had crossed my mind because to me it was like in my head I had valued this thing at like two hundred dollars because that's yeah. what. The, cost of the spend and that was that was why it was so hard to throw away i'm like i know for a fact i'm never gonna use this thing yeah like i had spent like i had spent a decent amount of money on it Mm -hmm. like i i just can't will myself to throw it out and so i had thought about like ways i can get rid of it i'm like well i know nobody in my life that would want this thing i could probably give it away to somebody but then i have to figure out how to ship this thing and i feel like that was going to be a headache as well as expensive it will and be like, expensive. I, I, that's a promise. I, I, I almost I tried to sell it off for charity, um, but nobody bought it. <laughs> not surprising. So, yeah, not nobody bought it. Um, so it was. I mean, that thing was just like I, I couldn't get rid of it. I didn't. I didn't know how to. Stop I have two me. of them. I have the one I bought, and I have the one unopened from Treyarch that was sent to me, uh, which mm-hmm. I wish I knew. So then I would have not. I wouldn't have had two of them. Oh, and yeah, I just, yeah, it's one of those yeah. things that's so difficult to give away because of just that. Yeah. It's like, this was sent to me. But it's also, it's like, they can't actually be worth that much. Like, they probably make it for like $30, $40, right? I don't know. I really don't, I don't know. know. Like, I didn't want to get rid of it, but I didn't know the value. And in my head, it was stuck at like 200 or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to have like somebody else tell me to get rid of it. <laughs> Do you guys remember in the beginning of BO4, though, when we were looking and seeing, okay, how are they going to one-up a Juggernaug fridge? Oh, we're going to get a box. (laughs) I still think one of the greatest conversations we've ever had on Zombros is when we went over various kitchen appliances that they could slap a Call of Duty logo on. Give it to me. Poster. Give me the Call of Duty. You know, I was in the, I, I had to buy a microwave not long ago. Wouldn't have had to buy that microwave if we had gotten the quick revive microwave. I agree. That's it. I don't know. 
You know, you know, I need a new drill in my life. Have we considered a speed cola drill? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, Chloe. Yeah. Get on it. Yeah, we did last year. We're tough and we talked about that first. But yeah, it's um, the special editions are interesting. My dad actually brought it out to me at college. He drove four and a half hours to give me the Juggernaug edition so I could do an unboxing video wow. and everything. Uh, it was, shout out to your dad. He's, he's the best. And this was just after my ex just broke up with me, not even a week prior from the release of BO3. So I'm a fucking mess. And he shows up in the parking lot. He's like, hey, son. I'm like, I fucking love you. Yeah, You're the no. best. My, my dad is amazing. I hope you got him a world's greatest dad mug. All the time. I get <laughs> I get my dad I, every year. He's like, you spend too much. I'm like, yeah, right. I, I always make sure to spend an unreasonable amount of money on my parents because they spend an unreasonable amount of money on me. I, I'm so fortunate to have them. Yeah, AHL says pap toaster. I don't need a pap toaster. I have like three toasters in my life right yeah, now. I don't, I don't need a pack a punch toaster. That's one thing, though, I, I say. I actually totally see yeah. them making that. Imagine it's yeah, Sinise. Because, it, you know, like the, the, the Pack-A-Punch machine almost has a yeah, slot. Exactly. They call easy, it a slot. I was slot. just about to say, Pack-A-Punch Easy Bake Oven. They call it a slot. <laughs> Treyarch, hire me to make ideas for you. <laughs> Every oh week. God. Boy, I would prefer a Pack-A-Punch Easy Bake Oven over that stupid mystery box any yep. day of the week. I would make some damn good cakes out of it. Oh my God. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. I'm in the middle of my 10-hour Easter egg run as I'm hunting to be world's first on Die Rise 2. And I go, you know what I need right now? A sugar cookie. I've already got one prepped up, and I slip it into the Pack-A-Punch Easy Bake Oven. That light bulb is doing hard work for me, and boom, I've got a sugar cookie ready to keep it me going to be world's first on Die Rise. Give it to me, Treyarch. Give it to me. When you would get an easy bake oven, they would give you ingredients already. So they'd be like, how how, how you can make Rick Toffin's pie? Like it's just like <laughs> stupid, like generic oh, brand geez. recipes. I, I want this Mike, I want this pack a punch easy bake oven oh right God. now. Damn it. But uh well what we was saying before though about um what you call his dad doing that and all of that's pretty much the same shit with uh me and my parents. I remember for the world that uh the World War Two um and I released uh me and my mom, my mom came with me that time and it was like I was she stood up to like midnight and whatever just to be with me at the GameStop and we got pizza to like eleven thirty midnight mm. and then bo3 my father came with me and he was sleeping in the car until he had to come in with me he was sleeping he was he just came with me and that's the one thing i tell a lot of people if they're just doing youtube or whoever your parents support and whatever you do or your parents like they have your back at something yeah. you cannot be more lucky in, they're, in they're the real winners those are those are the national yeah. treasures is those supportive parents man that's why creators can be successful a lot of the time or anybody in any other field and their parents just let them go all in and you have those incredibly supportive parents it is such a world of difference it's such a fortune it's such a blessing like i i i can't be state how how grateful i am for it like how many times someone pointed out on stream when i was doing the 17 hours with uh voyage of despair my dad's coming down here and fixing me entire meals he's cooking real yeah. meals for me and steak and rice and green beans he's bringing that shit down for me to eat or hamburgers or whatever it was at the time it's just like wait that's unbelievable that's just amazing to get that kind of not, support. Yeah. Parents on the door to tell them to get off the computer. Yeah, 100%. There's parents being like, don't come back once you're 18. Like, 
the fortune we have that we have these beautiful memories that not only our parents supported us in these creative endeavors and passions on whatever yeah. we're doing on YouTube or career wise, but to, to see how they do that for many people in their like call of duty journey or their gaming journey and that stuff. That's beautiful, man. That That's the positive stuff we need to hear a lot more instead of hearing the games glitch is like, let's talk about the, the beautiful <laughs> memories we've created along the way. <laughs> Somebody in the chat, do me a favor and Photoshop a pack of punch easy bake oven. Oh, oh no, I think sake. there is one. I mean, I don't know if there is. It looks like an of and now there. No, it's just a pack machine because I remember a long time ago, I made a video long time ago um, of this guy's uh, concept art that he made for like the um, edition. And it was a pack of punch machines. It, it John. <laughs> well, yeah, if I uh, click this, sure am I going to be mad? You. Oh, boy. Let's see. Make the COD 2020 pre-order bonus a pack of punch easy bake oven, you cowards. Well, you already may you already may get so like I said, you already may get some replies saying that was my idea. Why'd you take my idea? That was you saw my idea. It's the perfect. It's 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 perfect. There you go. The best. It's the best idea ever. John is just a man of ideas. He has a he has a billboard. He has the, all the ideas. John. All right, I can so see it. Are we gonna go back to talking about the PS5 at any point? I mean, that's how we started. I know. <laughs> we're we're an hour and a half into the show. Do we want to jump the topic time? No, I wanted to fucking talk about the all PS5. Right. All right, PS5. I, mean, I, I, I couldn't give a shit about zombies, John. I don't give a shit. PS5, PS5. <laughs> the uh, last thing we were talking about with the PS5 was the design. And all I have to say is the design of the oh PS5, God. whoever in Sony said, okay, here's what we're going to do. Just think about at least they had innovation. At least they had yeah, some that, like that was my thing. perspective on the it. Guy, the guy working at Microsoft, imagine him walking yeah, in. Fucking hey, hey um, I have a great concept, guys. Um, so here's my idea. Um, it's a box, and um, I just want to say this can do a lot of wonder, people. And it says, it's, it, "Look at the X. It's an Xbox, but it's a fridge at the same time." No, no. They, the guy, the guy walks into the the Microsoft like mm-hmm. lunchroom and just has an epiphany really? when he sees the fridge. <gasps> All right, Reed, I'm ready. I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna throw you a softball right now. Oh boy, okay. here we go. You're, yep. gonna, you're gonna hit a dinger. I hope so. Like MLB is going to call you up as a replacement player for the 2020 season after they see you hit this dinger right now. I'm terrified. Okay. I saw on Twitter you were excited about the games coming out. Yes. For for PS5. Yes. Tell me what you're most excited for. Yes. Actually, I was hoping you would come there. The two big games that hit me was Horizon Forbidden West and Resident Evil 8. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Did those make me excited? And the other games too. I saw a lot of uh, new IPs for Sony, and I thought that was one of the cool things about it is that they were. It wasn't just like copy paste, like Grand Theft Auto Sevens being announced that it'll come out in bazillion years. The next Elder Scrolls game, like it wasn't just a bunch of these really boring sequels being produced and out there. There was a lot of original ideas and a lot of new IPs in there. The middle of the conference was a bit boring, but there's like the new Square yeah. Enix title. I was like, that thing looks amazing. I'm really excited to see where that goes. There was like little Sackboy's back. Little Big Planet got a little like, oh my god, I haven't seen that shit in forever. Like, I, there, I was super thrilled with a lot of the conference because 
I was liking to see like the Edge of Tomorrow video game. That's you know the Tom Cruise movie that's based on like a book or uh, another movie before it, where you die and then you keep repeating the same day over and over again. Yeah, it's, it's a dark game, dark something. Yeah, it's a perfect concept for a video game. Yeah. You know the graphics, we'll see how the gameplay, uh, all of it's up in the air. But I'm like that that to me that could be like a sleeper game that turns out to be a ton of fun just because the concept is solid of just the world changes like, every time you like, wake up. I feel like it works though not as a triple a title but i could see it working really well as an indie title exactly and that's why there was a ton of indie titles i mean like the pixar basically like buy our cute stuffed animal video game uh mm-hmm. start with a k i think i don't have it in front of me but like no. so many of them i was like i might i might pick that up i might pick that game up that looks pretty good besides definitely getting resident evil 8 i'll be playing resident evil 7 not this week, but next week on Twitch. So in case anybody's curious about that, they've been asking me to play Resident Evil 7 forever. Uh, they're returning to first person for Resident Evil 8, which is really exciting. They did that for 7. It's a continuation of the 7 story. Just, oh, exciting. And, and Horizon Zero Dawn is those games that I love for the story. It was a total, like, I remember seeing it at A3 and being like, are, are those dinosaur robots? This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. And then completely being proven wrong about the game, falling in love with the game, and having it become one of my favorite games ever. And then to have it as like the final announcement. If I, if you saw me record myself, I wanted to actually have like, I'm trying not to record my life all the time and not always make content out of gaming stuff because I feel like I've lost so much of my enjoyment of gaming because it's always just like, better be recording right now in case I can upload it to YouTube. But I was, I was literally screaming like a little bitch on, uh, in my basement by myself when I saw Horizon. When I heard Aloy's voice immediately, I'm like, no! No! Because it wasn't on my radar. The entire time, I'm looking for Cyberpunk. The new Cyberpunk. I'm hoping for another trailer on that. I'm hoping for COD 2020. That's all I was thinking about was, oh, where's my, where's my COD 2020? I was just like waiting to see something. Yeah, and uh, what was the other? God of War sequel. I was hoping for God of War sequel tease for the next generation. God of War 2 of the reboot series. Um, I didn't get any of those, but then I got surprised with uh, Resident Evil 8 and Horizon Zero Dawn. And it's one of those uh, scenarios where it's like, yes, the things I didn't know I wanted, I got. Oh, bug snacks. How can you not say anything about bug snacks? Oh, I was just, I had, uh, um, Reed, I, I don't know if it was called bug snacks, but I wrote down Fruit Island. I thought it was, that yes! was Island. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know, they were definitely on meth making that game. So you know that right now. Yes, um, I'm like, am I high watching this? This is so exciting. <laughs> It, what is it, this? At the end, they kind of teased that it was kind of maybe like a horror or something. Right? Something like, more yeah. sinister and bug snacks you know, is going on. And I'm like, what? Well, you're eating a strawberry. It plops on your brajol. I don't know if what I'm going to like it. I don't know. fucking don't whack. Know. That that game is yeah. batshit crazy. That I I, I got to know what that game's about. I'm not going to buy it. I'm definitely going to watch no, it. I want to see Markiplier like play through that game without a doubt. I want to see how batshit crazy yeah. this bug snacks game is because it is... I mean, I showed my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law was like, I kind of want to play that game. I'm like, you fucking would. What, you, it, you what, what really is it going to be? Like, what, like, what was it? Did we see gameplay of it? Like, was yeah, it, you're, just eating, you're just eating bugs that are made of snacks. How, how is that not the most compelling <laughs> high game you've ever heard in your life? And you become the snack you eat. You are what you eat. It's brilliant. It's so deep. There's got to be a fucking Reddit page of trying to make this thing way deeper than it is. Like, oh, the, yeah. that's not the biggest oh. meme game I've ever seen. Goddamn. But yeah. yeah I am. You know, the, I, my, the, 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 every, it, I'm the worst when it comes to new games. Like, I'm the person that would be like, oh, that looks interesting. I'm going to grab it when it comes out. I never grab it. I never get it. Predictions on Bug Snacks Collector's Editions. <laughs> 
Uh, um, okay. We're gonna get a ninja blender. That's what we're gonna get. We're gonna get a blender so we can make our own smoothies. This is like a stale bag of gummy worms. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 those, like those hard, it's like those hard candy <laughs> mints. Oh boy! Oh. Might be onto something there. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, the controller look cool. I actually like the accessories, and yeah. you know how they're making an immediate station like the Xbox uh, One tried to do. Because that worked for the Xbox. Yeah, one. so I, I don't think so, but they're doing it in a way. It's like it's a PS4 first, but like you know what a bitch it is to fucking type anything in there. For years we understand that. I like the remote. I know I like I like the white design a lot, and I'm sure they'll do you know special what, editions that aren't white, so it'll just be fine for everybody who doesn't like that. But it's just yeah. like you know what controllers need though. What? Um, I noticed this like the Xfinity remotes have it. Okay. Like you just talk into it, and it and it gives you what you want. Yeah. yeah That's okay. what I need. I need voice of speech on every console. They should. Yeah. They did. It Spinity's has a microphone built into the the controller. It does PS4 no, have that capability it's, though? Infinity's got it down to the point where, like, when you're about to type something in, you just press a button. Like, no, no, you well, you it can happen on any page. It has its own dedicated button. Gotcha. So I could be watching. I could be watching like something, and I can say, "Give me like CBS," mm-hmm. and it'll know to take me to the CBS thing. But if I say like a movie, like if I say like Casino Royale, it'll take me to the page to like potentially buy or rent the movie or I can type in a sports. I can say a sports team and it will give me, you know, like the latest news on it. Like it's it's smart enough to know whether or not I want a channel to search for something or to like get information on something. And with a um, button, I think that's much better than the Xbox with the always Xbox on. You know how that would always just mess yeah, everything yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, it, it, it's it's dedicated like it has its own little dedicated button, and then mm. a little bar pops up that just is a little overlay. Like Xfinity, uh, you know, I hate to praise Comcast because they are literally Hitler, but they <laughs> they, they managed to, they managed to work voice to speech seamlessly into their operating system. Yeah, I think that is something that needs to be in consoles if it isn't already a, a big thing. Mm-hmm. The dedicated button obviously is next up. Obviously, that has been. That was all the marketing of Xbox One was hands-free, just talking to your console. But it, it had tons of issues, and then it didn't understand you, and it just ended up pissing you off at the end of the day. Well, you'd um, be playing with your friends, and your friends just yell, Xbox off! You're like, fuck you! Shut up! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We probably shut off some viewers just now. Uh, but... <laughs> And chat, uh, Nick asks, are you guys getting the standard or digital edition? It depends on the pricing, but standard is what I would like to get. I imagine John would more get digital. No, digital. Yeah, but I, I like having uh, the hard well, actually, actually, I'm as much as I praise digital, I'm waiting to see what the hard or what the hard drive is like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's oh, fair. Actually, it. it's fair because digital might yeah. have a bigger hard drive because there's more space. Like if 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 the digital has oh. like a two terabyte hard drive. I'm all in. Yeah. But if they're going to sell me the digital and then give it like a, like a 200 gig hard drive. And then I got to buy an yeah. external or I got to buy an upgraded version. Yeah. Then I might think twice. So I, it's yeah. really my decision will be hardware dependent mm-hmm. or hard drive dependent. I should say. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the most you'll pay for a PS five? <sighs> Five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, that that was definitely. I was gonna say no more than five hundred. I say that's bad. Though. Like I know they, they probably won't do like a four fifty price, but like I, I four ninety nine. Telling them five hundred, they're like, we know our value. We could go higher. Like saying that yeah, out no, loud. I wouldn't pay no I more than five hundred. Watch me seven hundred. I don't want it. I think it's. I think it's a fool's. Now. It's a fool's move to try to make an expensive console. Yeah. During 
the biggest recession since 2008. Agreed. And then we, and maybe that's you why know, they haven't right. revealed the price yet. Cause they're trying to be like, is it going to bounce back or do we got to lower the price for like, again, the switch It's like, why not? I for 300 bucks. I can buy a switch. Why the fuck am I going to buy is a this? great value? hundred percent, 300, 100%. it's either 200 or 250 for the switch light. Um, that's a great value. But like, I don't, if, if I have to pay six to $700, I don't want it. Oh my god! Why can't I know, so, I know I'm gonna get it, the, but I'm not yeah, gonna be happy. Agreed. Original price of this is what I thought. The original price of the PS3. Um, do you guys remember what it was? Was it three hundred? Six hundred. Six hundred. It was expensive. Six hundred. It was five hundred. Depending. Oh yeah, on where it you was were. so expensive that it bombed off the launch because yep. it was like six hundred dollars, and that was was that in two thousand six? Uh, the three sixty was I think three hundred or something. I think three. Yeah, well, that was, was that was if you if you look at like sales. Yep. If you look at sales, the Xbox 360 dominated the yeah. old. Um, That's easy. It was three ninety nine. Dominated the first Far few far. years. It was two hundred to three hundred dollars um, higher uh, than the than the launch price of the PS2 six years ago, and is a hundred dollars higher than the current retail retail price of Microsoft's Xbox 360. That alone, your direct competitor is a hundred dollars cheaper. Like that's yeah. not even close. That's a light um, year away also, for a consumer. Also, 2000 i just went into an inflation calculator six hundred dollars in 2006 is 750 dollars in 2020 money it's ridiculous it's fucking like ridiculous I pay, i'm not gonna pay seven seven fifty no for a console so my, my honestly my decision really might come down to whichever's cheaper yeah that's really what the price um, point is and then we'll all be laughing when we buy the xbox because the fridge only costs us 200 bucks <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm I'm not I'm not falling into the trap of getting two getting one of each console this oh, generation. Oh, fuck that! Yeah, because no my Xbox my Xbox One became the biggest dust collector. In yeah, the mine's world. sitting yep. and it's right there actually. I, I just put it into storage. I, when I moved up my whole setting and everything for the background, I finally put yeah, my I Xbox One into storage. I never use at, it. My Xbox is at home. Horrid waste. The entire year un or it's at school. It's spent the entire year unplugged. I haven't plugged it in in probably two years. Um, and honestly, I probably wouldn't get either console if I had a better PC, but I don't have a better PC. So, yep. I, I, I say we just bring the GameCube back. That's it. <laughs> I did like now the GameCube. Bring, Everyone let's bring the GameCube. I think the GameCube on launch, I think we looked it up on my podcast yesterday. It was like 200 or something dollars on launch, the GameCube. GameCube is cheap. Well, GameCube is cheap. Yeah. And with a carrying handle. Yeah. And the carry, you know, there's some, there's still times me and my cousins get together and there's my cousin, yeah. one of my cousins or anybody just says, we should have brought the GameCube because I have my yeah. GameCube still when I was, I found my GameCube when I was moving. Uh, my cousins still have their GameCubes. We still got it. And it's like, it, it's so crazy. I, I still have my Game Boy, my Game Boy Color. I still got like, it, it doesn't work, but it's, it's crazy how you see the literally you see and you have the evolution of game consoles. It's, yeah. it's very fun. We used to, we used to play a lot. A lot of GameCube back at school. When my buddy had it, we yeah. played a lot. There's plenty yeah. of games on there that rock. I mean, not just like I mean, Super Strikers is another one that normally goes under the radar. Like, that's oh a, yeah, we, we play a lot. We play a lot shit. of play a lot of Strikers. SpongeBob, SpongeBob, come that's on, that. SpongeBob. that's on there. We're going, we're going strike. We're going, we're going Strikers, and we're going Double Smash. Dash, Smash. The spot, Double the, Dash. Speaking of Spider Man, the Miles Morales Spider Man. Yeah, I forgot to bring that up. Yep, that looks great. Absolutely. That's going to be great. Even though it just renders, basically. See, that's what I don't know. Like, what is renders and what's not? What the Ratchet and Clank was basically showing you, it's all gameplay, is what they keep saying. And that looked like it was complete CGI bullshit. We're so used to. They're saying that's gameplay. I'm like, 
we'll see. NBA I've seen too. enough E3s yeah. to be like, this is bullshit. That the see the NBA game, I that to me was complete garbage. Because and, uh, because I was gonna say the same thing because NBA every year it says in game content. Yeah, However, though every is. year oh every god. sports game every year looks, looks the same good. shit. Oh my god, same it looks shit. so bad. And I remember people trying to rationalize that. We're like, where I the graphics to me in MLB the show from 07 and 08 are almost at the same place they are now at yeah. 019. I'm like, how how what the else? Base, You're just pocketing the, base, the money. What are you doing base, to make this game better? You're basically paying for two, three new modes that come every year. Exactly. And updated rosters, which, you know, yeah. you should get through a patch. So, like, it's that sports games just floor me at this point to see that they don't, they're not so much sports, further along. I think sports games would do well with a subscription model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. NBA I'm, just I'm, has I'm, sweat. <laughs> I remember my whole life was sports games. I remember like MLB 2K when 2K was mm-hmm. making MLBs and just playing all those. And I remember like NBA. I remember when Xbox One 2K14 was the first. Le- now going from last gen sport games to like new gen sport games yeah. where like M- MLB 2K was like paper mache's yeah. running on the You field. do notice it once you put it side by side. But when you're looking at like the yeah. NBA Queen cinematics and MLB The Show, when I got to see them be like in 2019, like... <laughs> And the stretch. The You're the like, ball. what yeah. the f- How? When you then hard cut to like a game like The Last of Us in 2013 where you're like seeing the the, the crow's feet on his eyes. He's like, oh, yeah, I swear to God, you were on some mighty thin ice. You're like, how the fuck is this on the same console? This doesn't make any sense. Or how is this six years of development later? This is insane. But yeah, that that is with the sweat thing too. In NBA, they're just shiny. Like I just feel like they're just these glossy characters. I'm like, that's not good graphics. They're just wet. I don't. Yeah. I, just, I don't I know. Can't wait to see what Anthony Davis's unibrow looks like. In Anthony Davis's brow. Can't I, wait to see. I, I, I gotta know. How how does, does, how's LeBron's headband gonna look in this? How does game? the sweat roll down that unibrow? What was saying the other? Yeah, that's I what I need to know. Was it? But wasn't there a story when the Xbox One and the PS4 came out where I think at E3 PS4 did their thing first, and then Xbox did it second, and then like once Xbox had their price point, no one clapped or something. Like no one just the, the, <laughs> the Xbox, I believe that the Xbox like first like launch like announcement leading up to launch is probably the biggest train wreck marketing wise launch history yeah, yeah mar- never required i recovered a hundred percent they they that they was so bad that it legitimately killed the console the xbox um, one yeah always yeah. online oh, was one of the big things that they had that you had always, to be online. always online came with a connect that was always listening mm-hmm. um and both of those they quickly retracted the price point wasn't in their favor they had, I think, lackluster exclusives. Um, they were they were at such a disadvantage because they yeah. shot themselves in the foot. Mm. Yeah, um, like who wants to connect that reads your pulse and your heart rate? <laughs> yeah, and sends all your <laughs> and information. They, they, to tried, they tried to market it as the everything machine yep. that can do all your entertainment. When the people that were buying this yeah. wanted a game console, yeah, exactly. They're like, okay, I guess PC or PS4 time now. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think of Godfall? God, God, what the fuck was it called? God light. No, what the hell was it called? I have it next. I think it's called God. Oh, it is Godfall. Um, It's by Gearbox. And I saw that initially. I'm like, I don't trust them. I never even finished Borderlands 3. This just seems like you're trying to sell me skins. But God damn it. I love armors and this looks pretty. (laughs) 
<laughs> Looks pretty, yeah. And I think that was about it. I want to wow. talk about games from the PS4 as I'm just quickly scrubbing through the release. Bethesda is killing themselves, shooting themselves in the foot. That Deathloop game they had or whatever, it is... I mean, their engine sucks. When you have stuff like Unreal Engine 4, and then you see what they're still, whoever develops for Bethesda being forced to use the textures, it's like, it doesn't matter how good the graphics are on PlayStation 4. It's so held back by their engine, and I wish Bethesda would upgrade their engine at some point. It's a small note for those people that care. Yeah, so there you go. That was PS4. Good to see Abe's, Abe from Abe Odyssey back. I think that's fun. That'll be cool to see more of him as time goes on. I'm excited not for the mention, Not to mention the uh, the token Infinity War employee. Oh, or yeah. Not, or, oh, I was going to say. Infinity War employee that yep. got all the COD fans hype. No, yep. I, it, was, it was more than Infinity War. I was going to say, I think uh, there was a Treyarch dev too. I think Dan Bunting was on screen as well. On oh, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. I, I know Dan the Infinity Ward guy um made the rounds when i saw that i was like oh what are they gonna do here is this all track devs what's going on here then i saw infinity war guy and i was like okay this is just a big hub of this mm -hmm. make our games better yeah. i would love to see how much call of duty looks different hopefully if it's a big change i don't think so be because the problem is so two things before we're finally done with this topic actually you have to develop for what it's going to be your worst thing it's going to play on. So it's going to be playing on PS4. It's across generational. So the game's going to be held back because it has to be made for PS4. I was going to say, I even yeah, Xbox One. And then the next thing is when they say, you know, load times, one of the developers of a pronounced indie game, I believe it was, said, bullshit. Like, we're not going to develop a game that has no load times for PS4 and then develop a separate copy for Xbox. Like, we're going to, for for non-first-party games, there's going to be load times on the PS4, or PS5. Oh, man, I'm going to do yeah. that all the time, so I apologize. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, now, how is Sony going to curb that? How are they going to try and change that narrative? How are they going to try and be like, well, maybe it just does work faster on the PS5, and that's how we market against the uh, Xbox One, and then, or is it just first-party games are going to play amazing with, like, the Spider-Mans, the next yeah. Last of Us, well, the God of Wars? That's why I'm very much uninterested in new consoles from the perspective of hardware as well as, like, game advancements. Mm -hmm. Because I know damn well that, well, the first kind of batch of games that are going to come out are going to be on both platforms as well as old platforms. Mm -hmm. So it's... At the end of the day, you're going to be bottlenecked by your weakest system. Exactly. Obviously, the games that are dedicated to one specific console and exclusive to them are going to be better and take advantage of those hardware features. But also at the same time, they won't. Because one thing you'll see in the games industry all the time is that developers get better at developing for consoles. So, you know, the way people were able mm -hmm. to squeeze efficiencies out of the PS4 are leaps and bounds better than what they were able to do back when it launched. And when did it come out? Every time. 14, 13? 2013. 13. 13. You know, so Ghosts. I, I, I think we'd like to imagine that games development is this thing where, like, we make a jump every time a new console comes out. Mm -hmm. But I think because people learn to squeeze more out of the hardware that they have and get better at developing, that it's a much more linear, or not linear, but much more gradual progression than we'd like to imagine. But we yeah. get so caught up in the... So, like, for this Excited. generation, I was completely uninterested in any of the hardware specs. Mm -hmm. So, well, like... I like the higher frame rates. They, they're, PS4 saying 120 hertz. 
That interests me. Mm -hmm. I think that's exciting if we can ever get that because all I hear about is bitching. Is like, I don't even get 30 frames on this. If we can get up to 120, that yeah. would be really exciting, I think, for our, a lot of gamers. Yeah, like some, some like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that some of those things, like mm -hmm. being able to go. But I'm still with you. Definitely, definitely steps. Yeah. I like, I, I think when it comes to like the nitty gritty of like load times and textures mm -hmm. and lighting, it's going to get better progressively yes. as people By learn to better develop for consoles. 100%. Mm -hmm. and, and also, the fact of the matter is, there's always a pro that releases. So even they admit, like, you know, our initial release of this console, not as great as uh, we refined it in two more years, but we needed to start making money and we wanted to get it out the door and now we're going to really, literally like an updated version of the console, a patch of the you console. You know one's going to come in like another year and a half, yeah. two years of, oh, we got the PS5 Ultra. Like, oh, God, uh, exactly. Exactly. So, and I'll probably buy that shit like I do every time. I always buy the original and then I buy the damn pro. And I look for some stupid fucking collector's edition because I'm an idiot. And that's how it works I've every actually, time. I've managed to hold on to the original for each console. Yeah, me too. Right I, had the I didn't I didn't get them when they dropped. I was actually I was actually slow to get both consoles. Nice. But I save a lot of money that way. Originals. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got the PlayStation 4 after Zetsubo. And then after Zitzabo, I got the PlayStation 4. And I got the I got the Xbox One first. And then I got yeah. the PlayStation 4. I, I was one of those people that's like, it's 360, well, then you're going to stay with Xbox. <laughs> oh, I wasn't with that. I'm surprised it's not the same. I got PS4 first. And I remember getting it in the mail all fucked up from uh, uh, USPS. So I'm lucky it even worked. And then that lasted forever. That but sucks. then it's one of those Christmas stuff where it's like, my parents would be like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, there's a pro. And my PS4 is pretty full. And I don't want to do the thing where i migrate hard drives i'll do that with the next with this one and then i didn't do it and i just use the pro now with that hard drive as soon as i get the ps5 i'm putting in like a five terabyte ssd or some bullshit in it then again i might not want to do that because then maybe it's going to have issues with other party ssds even though they're going to be like these are our approved ssds you can expand to i'm gonna wait <laughs> i'm gonna wait you should always wait on launch if you whether it's a game or a console as a normal consumer if you just wait a month and you'll probably get a better experience than buying it on day one yeah or at minimum get some bundles going yeah all right topic time let's do it tea time uh, topic time tea time uh, Captain Murphy says, start with a downer, but when the show ends, what happens to the Patreon? Is it just shut off? Uh, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, we, we stopped charging on that a while ago um, as we were ago. kind of figuring out what we wanted to do with the show. But yeah, that's just going to quietly shut down. Has it been three months so. since we charged anybody? We've been doing this for yeah. free because we love this show so much. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, two questions from Complex. What's your opinion on New York pizza? Um, and Reed, did you ever give season nine of The Walking Dead a try? Uh, Turbo, you handled the pizza question. Fuck. I got the pizza. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> pizza was my favorite food before I started not being able to eat normal food or bad food. I'm actually, I'm, you go on, give, give your opinion, Turbo. I mean, okay. So New York pizza, it's the, it's the, I pretty much, I think it's the same as any other, you know, important like food to you in your life, you gotta know where to go. Okay, there's shit pizza in New York. There's good yes. pizza in New York. Yes, you know, what you, you you can go to a pizzeria that you know they have the you know the original recipe. Blah blah blah. blah. 
still bullshit. However, there's a place over here where I remember at CWC too, I was like, I was busting pizza's chops, coding pizza's chops about this place where it's an L&B pizza, where they put the cheese on the bottom, the sauce on the top, and it's it's an amazing pizza. Ama- but it's not New York pizza. But it's a, you got to know where to go with great pizza. But I mean, my just opinion on it, I mean, New York pizza is the best. However, you know, you, you go anywhere. I remember I go to Pennsylvania. Um, usually every summer and you get the pizza there and mm. it's like watered down sauce. It's just like whatever. They throw the cheese on there. There's no love in the pizza outside of New York. There's no love. I, I think there's I a degree. Have- well, let me just quit. Right. There's a degree of yeah. like, it, it's about the shop you go to. There's good pizza all over the country. Yeah. Anybody that's just like, New York pizza, just like any extreme nationalist point of view, just like, yeah. my shit's the best. Yeah, okay, Bob. Sure, whatever. Yeah, you, have you ever Chicago. traveled outside five blocks? Like, Eat some other stuff. That's the thing, though, with us New Yorkers, where it's like we're terrible to go travel with because everywhere we go, they don't got the. We yeah. don't like. I think Bill this Burr isn't like home. Oh, yeah, dude, Bill, what's Bill, a Bill Burr bit? Bill Burr has a bit about it. Bill yeah. Burr is like, dude, every time you go somewhere with uh, someone who lives in New York, it's like, oh, they don't got that there. Well, we're in Hawaii, Tony. We're in Hawaii. <laughs> we're not going to get a, a, a bacon, egg, and cheese from a guy wearing fucking uh, uh, nails on his uh, necklace. Yeah. Like, we're not going to get that here. Yeah. Like, anyone who in New York, oh, no, it's not like how my mom made it. Well, your mother's dead for 14 years. She never had it that way in 14 years. We're in Hawaii. Take a coconut. That's it. Like really? Yeah, yeah. I do have though. I made pizza dough two days ago, and Ooh. it's been rising in the fridge. Uh, and we're gonna make pizzas tonight. Hell yeah! Um, and go. I got, I got, um, I got some good cheese for it. Like a pan, like the proper cheese, whole milk, dry um, mozzarella, which is, Don't I guess, a organic shit. Don't fucking no, no, no. Bad. But it's, it's there you go. apparently you like like a good cancer food. The food that gives you cancer, you gotta get that good because they, they apparently a apparently a good New York pizza has whole milk, low moisture mozzarella. Um, so that's why I went out to the grocery you store. Mozzarella, not mozzarella, 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 whatever you call it. There you go. Um, got, so we're <laughs> so we're uh, we're doing some pizzas today, and I, I made the dough from scratch, which is fun. Um, so that was cool. Did just just know for just know for any homemade pizza, John. The the way you rate it is you have to put because you know you're not gonna probably make a grand, you know, a crazy ass, you know, pizza. Oh, yeah. I I don't want to get you know maybe you will. Maybe I don't know your skills in the kitchen, John. But you know you have to rate it on. You have to say to yourself, if I went out somewhere and got this pizza, how is it? Like what? Well, oh, yeah. Would I say it's all right, or would I say because you 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 can't give it like a Papa John Domino's rating. You can't do that. Well, my goal, my goal with this, because we've done homemade pizzas before, but my goal with this pizza was to try to make it like they do in the shops. Yeah, and that's what mm-hmm. I was looking into. So that that's what I that's what I went off of. So we'll see. I'm not expecting to be better than a pizza shop, but I'm excited. There you go. Uh, next question: Bandit Collider says, "My sexy bastard looking like a tomato." I think that's a shot at you, Turbo. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Looks like my man went to the beach or Coney Island or something." Oh, Jesus. But my question for you guys is, what's each of your highest rounds? What map and a memory from that game? Hundred twenty-five. Uh, my highest round is fifty-eight on Die Rise, but it's kind of nice. intentional. I don't. Play, and yeah. I, I and oh, I didn't yeah. even go to the beach. I actually just went, I played softball with my friends. I just literally Ugh. just went outside, played softball. Oh, I'm and, so jealous. Uh, and and just got this this happened. I literally wrote oh, off. I would love to play softball with your friends. It was fun. We had the new we had since it's New York and we're under yeah. pretty much under a tent. Um what you it. call we had we had two parks department cars. 
circle us to try to like almost kick us out. And I was like, if they kick us out, I swear to God. But they didn't. They they left us alone. <laughs> I'm mad jealous. Highest round, Shionuma, one twenty five. It was, it was whatever. Um, it wasn't interesting. Uh, mine's yeah. pathetic. It's uh, around a hundred and like fifteen, around one sixteen on Revelations. It, it's the yeah, easiest it's one more. to get higher rounds on. No, but Shino that, is. Oh, there you go. I got a. Yeah, like you put more time into that. Good on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, moving down the list. Yeah. Uh, me flips says, uh, "All right, I reckon since you boys are old enough." I'll oh key you fellas in on some Australian culture. Oh boy. It's time we learn the do's and don't. Oh, uh, no, we're not going into this one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, really? Well, I will uh, read that later and make my own judgments because that sounded spicy. I'm also I'm also aware of this, um, oh. but I'm just not going to go into it. Let's not then. I'd rather not. Uh, I'd like to avoid puffed. the spice. Cheese Puff says, uh, I know you people love bringing up Star Wars, so here's a question. Oh, Favorite character from Star Wars? Oh, Ahsoka Tano, no doubt. Han, Han Solo. I mean, I haven't watched Star Wars since the new ones came out, but um, I gotta go my man Obi-Wan. Good, Good shit. Good Obi-Wan. shit. Uh, Magna says, since you all covered my previous question, I'll ask another. What's Turbo's favorite Zombros moment? Oh, that's a great one. Damn. Um, my favorite Zombros moment. <laughs> Besides watching John and Reed have their little head buds here and there. Um, I like I like the moment where you guys actually had Blundell on the show. Watching the watching the show kind of get like not in, in sort of terms syndicated in the zombies community. Have having uh, Blundell on the show, you that's something you get, no one can take away from you guys, and that that was awesome watching. That's when we became a legitimate. Operation. That's it. That, that is was it. it. He legitimized us. He gave us power. What a fool! Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate new twenty three says, "Why can a mustache be I... considered attractive on a man, but not a woman?" I wasn't certain you were going to read that one. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of got something going on here, but this like my yeah. that's my quarantine. Thing. Yeah, it's your peach like, fudge. You know, nice. Not all men are yeah. attractive with mustaches. That's for I sure. I mean, listen. I mean, listen. If there's listen, if there's a hot lad with a little bit of peach fuzz on the upper lip, who's who am I to complain? You know, not for me. If it tickles when you kiss, it tickles. What are you gonna do? <laughs> all right, last one. Uh, Magna Collider fifteen says, "I take that back, Turbo. You sexy bastard. You look like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer." Jesus, that's it. That's it. Turbo. I yeah, no. I listen. Take taking a shower with that, and then sunburn, and taking a shower with sunburn, it ain't fun. So that yeah, no. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Donations. Donut, we have we got Colin already. Marmar resub two months in a row. Go to Twitch. Mr. Drown donates. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hopefully all is well. One more to go. Let's go with the bang. Stay safe. Stay healthy and have a good day. See you, gents, in 200 with NC Sports Hawk. Can't wait to see you, Mr. Drown, there. Ambitious donates. Oh, fuck. That was a $100 donation. I didn't even notice that one. Jesus. I've been a silent supporter of your channel for many years, plus a top-tier patron. Uh, it has been a pleasure to see you guys grow, and this is just the next evolution. I hope you succeed in whatever you do, and I'll support you any way I can. P.S. I love the Last of Us poster. Thank you. Please, 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 everybody, go buy that Last of Us poster. That is an extremely generous donation, and uh, I'll be streaming Last of Us to also promote that poster. 
I'm waiting. My supplier is delayed because of COVID. And poster tubes right now. I'll, as soon as they come in, I have a bunch of orders I'll be sending out as soon as possible. But two people, the first two people that put their poster order in did get those shipped out as soon as possible through Red Rendering. And uh, another thing, uh, sign up for my newsletter. That's the best way to stay in contact with me and know when poster products come out. If you go to my shop page, scroll down and just sign up to the newsletter. I will never send you more than two emails a month. That is my promise to you. I'm not going to bug you. Just when you when a new product comes out, you'll know. Otherwise, don't you don't have to worry about it. And I, I set up all that stuff. I actually have my own email address now. I have at radrendering.com. Ooh, I'm so official. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the evolution after YouTube here. Um, Silent Mysterious One donates and he says, had to stop my membership because I thought I lost my job. I didn't. Well, congratulations. That's terrific. Uh, so here's the fiver that would come from it. Oh my God, Silent Mysterious. I seriously appreciate that. And always take care of yourself first. Uh, that is what I've always preached on this channel. Do not give us, do not give me or John or any creator for that matter money if you're not taken care of. Get your finances in order. And then when you have disposable income, support us as you can. I agree with that. Uh, if, you yep. don't, if you don't have the money to support us, the best way you can support us is to just watch. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, that's also more than enough. Don't feel like you're not doing enough by just watching. Completely agree. Absolutely. That's all you Yep. You've been the lifeblood of keeping this show alive all these years, just the passive viewers, not the people that have directly supported. Though the direct support has gone helped us go a lot farther with that said. So everyone is sincerely appreciated. Uh, Shangri-La on Mars, our, our, our longtime donator and troll of the show. I love you. <laughs> Did you guys watch? Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Shangri-La on Mars said, I'm going to make James C. Burns play putt-putt. You're a monster, and you're a monster. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that, you monster. David Kirk, with his sweet 999 pounds, says, Did you guys watch the PlayStation stream? Anything got you excited for the next generation gaming? We did say all that. I think the one that isn't obvious again is that like project, it's not Athena, but the one square Enix showed off. That is the one to me that I'm most excited. That isn't a, that's a, a new IP. That is a new IP. Uh, Shangri-La on Mars again. COD 2020 will be an 8-bit game. If that's all the budget could afford. Might be better to go that way. If they dumb it down, don't worry about the graphics. Make it 8-bit. Might be a good take. Eight bit Call of Duty machine. <laughs> Um, Nightmare Tiger X. How do you all how do you all feel about people using glitches? I mean, if you're not ruining other people's experiences, I don't really think it matters. Yeah. Like, no, no. You get in a public lobby and it's a competitive lobby and you're glitching, that sucks. If you're in Super Mario Sunshine, you're like, I'm gonna beat PD Piranha Plant with the glitch. Okay, yeah, cool. Have fun. Poor PD Piranha doesn't know what's coming. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Shangri-La on Mars donated two more times. <laughs> Reed, I was actually looking forward to you playing Goodbye Volcano High and Bug Snacks. Um, what's the game? That's the other one. I What the fuck was that game? Goodbye Volcano High? It was like a short animated trailer about uh, dinosaurs, anime dinosaurs, and difficult high school relationships. Where was the huh. gameplay? Is this... I, I was... Oh, I didn't understand. Also, it. who asked for that? Right? <laughs> What's the genre? And it actually took me my second viewing when I was showing my brother-in-law and sister it that I was like, oh, shit, these are dinosaurs. It's not just furry stuff. And I'm like, goodbye, the high school. And there's, like, meteors coming through. It's like, is, is this game, like, the goodbye means the, they're going to get extinct? Is the game about, <laughs> like, 
Professing your love before the meteors hit Earth? Like, what? What does it mean? I have no idea what this game is about. You've just confused they, me. They, they, they kind of look like dinosaurs. They are! They're dinosaurs! Know, like, they are, John. They are! But, uh, Reeb, speaking of games, though, real yeah. fast, though. Yeah, Reeb, definitely, I definitely. Tell me for this one. I doubt it. You know what wasn't shown in the PS5 event, but is coming, though? What? A new Doki Doki. Mm. I'm actually interested in the next Doki Doki. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. It, it, it's some sort of DLC that me and Jack oh, no. the bus play together. It's We're a going DLC. to play it. I mean, it's a, it's a DLC slash. It's a new game itself, but it's like same setting and shit. So it's definitely gonna look like a DLC. But I, and I okay. think you, it's a different it's a, it's a, it's a download. But um, it, it's it's new. It's a new storyline. New what the, was the girl going back to school? Read. <laughs> oh no! See, I was curious. There was like this super dark underlying of a weird cult book in it originally, and they were going to go to like some yeah. village game was teased. I'm like, that shit looks like a horror There's genre. This seems way there. smarter. If this innocent yeah, game is I, setting up a horror genre. I also blame you for me getting hooked on it because I, I I started playing when you played on your stream years ago. So Fucking yeah, Jesus, that you. game was. Fucked. I didn't like the fact that people were like happy to see children in high school getting harmed. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is this? This is entertainment. But they want the they want the reaction is what is what it yeah. is with that game. I do like the song. Especially coming from you. It's it's a reaction that you wouldn't expect. <laughs> yeah, most certainly. Uh but I I still have that song actually. The uh the Oh, I can that, do it right now. I can do it right now. Oh, Every day That's I imagine it. a future yep. where I can be with you. That's uh, it. That's what the it. hell is it? Wait, and I, there's a cover I really like, and I won't get copyright for it. But what is what is it called again? Do you remember the name of the song? I'm probably a boy for bringing it up anyway. So I mean, I am no close. Your reality. That's what it's called. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a fan favorite game on the channel. So I mean, hey, definitely. If, Why not? You brought if, it up. If, Fuck if, it. What if, do I Reed, care? if Reed randomly comes back to do his last Doki Doki playthrough, just a fucking weird ass game, man. Let me tell you, very know. weird, very weird. But it's a good song. I I won't deny that. Art is art, I guess. Ah. <laughs> uh, Toxic Pickle, it's subscribed. Thanks for that. That just got stuck in there. And the last minute donation from Shangri-La on Mars is, Reed, I just pulled the plug on my wire. Oh, no, no. Jesus fucking Christ. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Shangri-La is the worst. Yeah, I'm done reading Shangri-La's donations. I really don't give a shit anymore. This guy has plagued me for so long, and I will be happy not to see him bothering me anymore, Shangri-La. No matter how much money you donate, you are a very strange individual. That is that is it at the end of the day. All right, go buy my posters. Go buy Tim's posters. Go support Turbo. Check out his stuff. Go support the high round guy. His link's in the chat. Anything else you want to talk about, John? No. Yeah, we talked to her way I, too much. Yeah? Tur I, mean, I, mean, I would just like to say... Yeah, please, whatever you want. Thank you so much for having me on the second to last Zombros episode. Really, I know Reed don't like this when I get like this, but you better take it. Sit back and take it for a second. You know, it's just it, it, I don't you don't want understand. This. I don't want you don't this. understand how I want you know part of this. in the beginning of BO3, I would oh, watch MC Sport Talk and then Zombros Reed, you're gonna take it. And I, I just go and you know, I, I'm just happy to be on this show. My podcast wouldn't even be a thing if it wasn't for this podcast. 
And I got to just say, you know, whatever you want, whatever you're doing in life, Reed, hope it's all for the best of you. Good luck. And uh, really, you, you, I know you don't know how much you made an impact on a lot of us. So just just know you leaving this podcast going away is going to impact a lot of people. And, you know, like, oh, my God, it's 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 going. So I, I just got to say me watching this podcast to hopefully be a guest and now to be on the second to last one really 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 is amazing just for me it's surreal and uh, i can never thank both of you guys enough it's really an honor i really appreciate the good wishes and turbo you bring the honor to this podcast my man it is it is wonderful to have you on thank you it's our pleasure there you go all right there we go. That is Zombros199. Join us next week, June 21st, 2020, for the last episode of Zombros with the co-host, MC Sports Hawk, returning co-founder of the podcast, me, show up. John, <laughs> MC Sports Hawk. Well, time. That's, that, that'll be half the fun. That is <laughs> definitely it. I'm sure we'll probably yeah, have a late start. Contact the night before, set an alarm. Yeah. Matt, you still good? We actually should follow right, up. You got 10 Matt. alarms set? I, I <laughs> contacted Matt like a month and a half ago to be like, you free for this, Matt? Can we get you down? Can you show up? So we'll see. Yeah, hopefully I'm free. <laughs> So let's, yeah, fuck, that's it. That is exactly that, man, to a T. Love it. Uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for watching, and we'll see you in the final episode of Zombros next week. Be there or don't be. You're an adult. It's a pandemic. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.